to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. You wanted the best. You got the best. The hottest podcast in the land. Just another Friday night. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck, and alongside me, as always. That's right, right there, guys. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have been through some technical difficulties (laughs) already. It has been just another rainy Friday night. But we are ready now to have some brews. Rock and roll all night and party every day because uh, it's Friday night, right? That's right. Man, let's get it going, man. Let's get into these comments, guys. You know how we do it. Every Friday night, we go Facebook Live for our podcast. We're also recording at the same time on audio for all uh, podcast platforms, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts can be found. We are there. And uh, when you hear that version, it does not have the Facebook Live comments that we do every 30 minutes where we allow you to join in the conversation with us. Right now in this first 30 minutes, we invite you to come in, comment in, say what's up, say hello, join the conversation. Conversation. Then at the next in the next 30 minute break, we'll read comments again. Uh, you can see the full uncut versions on YouTube. Go search just another Friday night. Look for our little logo. Click on that. Hit the subscribe button, guys. We're at 44, guys. We're, we're stagnant. We need to get up there. We've had some killer numbers on our last yeah, episode. Yeah. Martin Scorsese, right? Double yeah, Great numbers on over that. Over 200 on YouTube. So people are finding us. Yeah. So we've had some really uh, awesome success with some uh, episode of uh, you know, views yeah, on YouTube, but we yeah. got to get those people to subscribe. We need you guys to go subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. You don't even got to watch. Like Double A said, watch 30 seconds of it and then click off. You know what I mean? Let it run while you're brushing your teeth. That's all we ask. Uh, and, and be a subscriber. Once we get to 100, we get to change our name to youtube.com slash just another Friday night or JAFN podcast, which is also us. Um, and we really want to do that because that'll make us a lot easier to find for everybody. But uh, we're doing okay on there. Uh, obviously, we're at JAFN Podcast on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm sorry, guys. I hadn't done any TikToks lately. Uh, I did two right now as we had technical difficulties <laughs> with our normal laptop that we use as a MacBook. And right now, we're, we had to switch to get on my Dell. It wasn't getting any charge. It's gone back to central headquarters to try to get some charge. And uh, we ran in the rain. Double A drove in the rain. It was pretty incredible. Actually, you should go. Not check our, our first food. time. Not, not, not our, our first time in the rain. Yeah, not our first time with technical difficulties. So. That too. That too. Me and CM one time were coming down from Austin, and mm-hmm. about 50, 100 miles away was a tornado. So uh, yeah, that was during uh, wrestling, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, only to tell me later on, he was like, "Yeah, I was pretty nervous." I was like, "Really?" Because you didn't show it. You were like the cool as a fucking yeah. cucumber. Like I was like. I was shitting my pants, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, guys, great writing partner. Not, not a better road partner uh, out there than Double A Adamantium Adam. Uh, let me tell you, because uh, he is the coolest customer ever and uh, a great guy to have with you uh, at a comic convention or show. The man doesn't eat or drink or anything. So it's, it fucking freaks me out because I want to st- eat all the snacks and do all that. But uh, let's get into some comments, Double A. And at the same time, adrenalize me. What happened in this week in the world of pop culture, Double anything that stood out to you uh yeah so uh falcon and winter soldier uh final episode today 
That's right. That's right. You are caught up. Am yes, I correct? Yes, yes. I'm and all done. As am I, guys. Uh, it's no secret here. We've kind of already said it. So can we just... Yeah. Next week, guys, Next we week. will be covering Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, in our group, the Friday Night Faithful on Facebook. We invite you to join. If you're not already a member, please become a Friday Nighter. Join the Friday Night Faithful. And um, uh, we had some questions about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. People thought we weren't talking about it. Sorry if we're moving kind of choppily. Uh, again, new laptop, new computer. And so I don't think it's used to our, our body motion. So uh, we'll try not to move around too much, I guess. But let us know how it is coming through. It, it looks a little bit like laggy to me from what I can see. But um, yeah, we definitely will be addressing and talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, next week's episode. Um, we really want to deep dive into it. It was a great show. We both loved it a lot. Yeah. So um, uh, what else? Uh, Mortal Kombat finally premiered today in yeah. uh, HBO Max and in theaters. So yeah. uh, either way, uh, you can catch read it. any of the reviews, read any. I, I haven't. I uh, haven't. I haven't. Now, I know a couple of days ago they dropped the first seven minutes and I did watch that. I didn't watch that. And it was pretty cool. I, I liked what I saw. And I, I won't lie to you guys. I did do a watch through today uh, just to avoid spoilers. I didn't want anything to get spoiled for me. Uh, but again, I, I watched it in a way that was... Uh, you know, not really conducive to movie watching. I, I tell you guys that sometimes I start something right when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, I've got my phone going and I'm getting dressed and I'm moving around and I'm watching that. And I'm also fixing my hair for work and all that. And so you're kind of watching, but you're not really watching. And then if I get to work early, I'll eat my breakfast and watch that. And then at lunch, I'll watch a little bit more. So you're watching when you're watching on a phone. And so uh, I tell double A, it's not the greatest experience to experience anything really. But again, I'm trying to avoid spoilers and all that. So uh, I did do a watch through. Um, I liked it. It was okay. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, like what you would maybe like the, if you like the first one, it felt in that vein. So, um, you know, but uh, I need to do a big screen watch and then I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll decide whether or not we're going to talk about it. Uh, did you guys watch it? What did you think? Should we do an entire episode on it? Is it an entire episode worthy? Uh, or maybe we should do a compare and contrast between the two episodes. So, um, let us know what you think about that. Um, uh, this past Sunday, uh, you see right behind me, uh, it was Big Blue's birthday, which, uh -huh. uh, you know, that those kind of days always kind of like escape me. Uh, yeah. I'm not really big on like the comic dates, right. you know, but uh, right. it was Big Blue, Superman's birthday. He turned 83 years old. Right so that was pretty cool. A lot of people are posting tributes to Action Comics number one. I love the one you put up. Oh, very, very you. nice. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah. Thank Big you. moment in comic books, guys, because oh, I mean, yeah, that's uh, a start. That's technically know. where everyone says that's a start. Of, yeah. I'm, the comic books that we I would know. say the birth of the superhero. Yeah. yeah. People can yeah. say Zoro was first and like oh. the Phantom, you know what I mean? Um, but no, but this is the one that went really, over, you know, yeah. really across that line. Cause when he came out, kids were just buying them by the millions, you know? So totally. So totally. pretty cool. Pretty cool for us. Uh, you know, us big comic book fans. Yeah. So absolutely. Celebrate his 83rd birthday. So. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, let's read a few comments here. Uh, cousin Let is in the house. Hello, handsome cousins. Uh, hello, beautiful cousin Let, and Let, thank you for your purchase of one of our Just Another Friday Night podcast t-shirts. Oh, nice. uh, guys, just so you know, we do have t-shirts available for $20 still. I have uh, varying sizes and colors, um, so let me know if you want a shirt. Send me a message, a direct message, a uh, message us on the podcast. Put something in the comments. Um, I'll try to... Uh, Get, get, make sure you get a hold of me if you know how to get a hold of me, and then I, I will I will get in touch with you. You can get it's really easy to the get a hold of him. Yeah, yeah, just go through our page. I will ship. I, will, I won't charge you guys shipping. It'll just be twenty dollars <laughs> flat. Um, shipping is expensive though, just so you know. Hey, but yeah, right. uh, no three ninety nine. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. I I won't put that four bucks uh, on you guys. I mean, you know what I mean? But no, yeah, we gotta have ninety nine. 
Yeah, I know. I know, right? See, there you go. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, here's a guy right here. Uh, Steve says, cheers, guys. Made it out of the storm. Yeah, he saw our TikTok. Oh, God, <laughs> so God. he said, uh, okay. I hope we, we made it safe. Cheers so, to you, yeah. Steve. Thank you. We always like to, we always wait for you to get in here and yeah. cheers. And I was really, really pleased to see you out at Tandem. Steve, thank you so much for your purchase of one of our $20 shirts. You got the, sharp. Very sharp. Very sharp. We put up that picture. And I'm mm. going to try to do a collage when I get more of our shirts that I've already sold out to where they belong. I, I know I'm behind on a couple of deliveries, guys. So I will get those out to you uh, ASAP. I'll be doing deliveries probably this weekend. Um, I'll, I'll tell you why in a little bit. Why last weekend kind of got stunted uh, right after I, I saw Steve pretty much in the morning for coffee. Uh, me and my sister, we gave him his shirt. The only 2X and the only gray in that color, Steve. So you got a, a rare one there. Uh, Steve says, keep the shades on. I'll, I'll rock them for a little bit. <laughs> I don't think I can read with them on, Steve, so I might not have to let Double A do the reading. Uh, Double A, what do we got next in common? Uh, Steve says, man, that was nice and cool outside. The humidity is completely gone. Oh, so, rad. That's man, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And Let said, my pleasure for getting our shirt. So yes. thank you, Let. Thank you so much, Let. We really appreciate it. Okay, we're we good on comments. I think they're at the bottom. Right? Oh, uh, Jason. Jason oh. just came in. What's up, Jason? What's up, Jason? Jason, I know you're out in Hondo, Jason. Would you consider john t floors country store uh in hondo is that hondo or do they can no that's helotus oh. i'm, I'm sorry that's helotus i'm sorry don't, don't listen to me jason i don't know what i'm talking about but uh yeah um uh just one more thing um ray park uh for those of you that know know uh he plays dark maul in the star wars uh trilogy uh he will be at heroes and fantasies on the 410 location on saturday from 11 to 5 and then he'll be at Trader's Village on Sunday from 11 to 5. Uh, so uh, I think he's charging $60 CM mm -hmm. for autograph, uh, about 50 bucks for a picture. Okay. And if you get the combo, it'll be 100 for a picture and an autograph. So okay. that's what he's charging. Uh, so go out to Heroes if you want to meet him on Saturday or go out to Trader's on Sunday. You've met him before, right, Double A? Yes, I have. Okay. I had the pleasure of meeting him also at uh, Alamo City Comic Con. Yeah, um, that's actually where I met him too. Yeah, and he signed my my Star Wars DVD set. I did not get a um, okay. I got to take him off Steve because I can't read. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, that's where I met him, and I didn't get a picture with him, but I got an autograph. So for me, it would be an interesting thing to try to go maybe and get the picture with him finally to go with my autograph. Uh, guys, can anyone out there let me know if we're moving like uh, kind of choppily or not? Because it looks on our end kind of choppy, like we we move like laggy. Um, but I want to get an autograph from him, see him, but from uh, Darth Maul. Uh, something on the Darth Maul. Yeah, because uh, I took a, a Snake Eyes trade paperback story that he wrote himself. Oh, right on, man. That's so that's cool. what he signed. Well, that's an excellent thing but, to get signed. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I like the Snake Eyes. So uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I would like to get something with Darth Maul sign, but I have to see. I have to see because sixty bucks. I was like, oof, oof. yeah, you know, sixty bucks for an auto. Yeah. yeah, I was like, damn. Yeah, Untamable yeah. Amy in the house. What's up, sis? We appreciate you being here and joining in on the podcast. Uh, Fun. Let's say, yeah, it's kind of choppy. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't know about the choppiness, guys. It's maybe because we're on another computer. It might not have the power of the other computer. Which is probably why we tend to use that. That's one. okay. You don't need to look at us. Just uh, listen to us. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just just listen in. You know, we're trying All to. Right. You know, it's it's kind of neat, right? We're almost like a, right. like a trance video, right? <laughs> uh, Anthony Barrera in the house. What's up, Anthony? Uh, we appreciate you being here, brother. See, so uh, lagging too. 
Okay. Uh, we appreciate you guys letting me know that we're, we're lagging a little bit. Uh, we're going to do our best to kind of like, I think the more we sit still and just move our mouths only, we'll be like a, a old uh, uh, Kung, Kung Fu, Fu flick. You know what I mean? So I'll be like, hello. <laughs> I can't do it good, but you know, you know what I'm getting at guys. Um, so we're doing, we're going to do our best guys. This is my laptop and it's, it's a little bit newer than the laptop we use, but it just goes to show you the other laptop, the guests had more power. So you know, it is what it is because we're going to do our best here. For our audio listeners, you don't have anything to worry about. You can just get to listen to this after the fact, and it's going to be great, and you're going to not have anything to worry about concerning that. Yep. Um, so uh, anything else, Double A, some pickups. Yeah, so um, I you, want guys, to get- you guys know I'm a big Black Adam fan, and they came out with this statue, and I was finally able to get it. I love the lightning around the bottom of the cloud. It's very similar to the one that uh, I showed last week of uh, Big Blue himself, Superman, we showed. Uh, I think that's a gorgeous piece, Adam. So let me see. Yeah. 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 And then uh, you guys also know I'm a huge Green Lantern fan, so I picked up this bottle opener at Heroes right here. Again, if you hold these or look at the bottom, guys, you can tell that they're made out of like an acrylic it's like a like a hard plastic but the detail is still really wonderful yeah right the detail is great yeah i yeah. love it i mean no, he I looks he looks badass i love it and we've got him right here i brought soup back this week just so we could put him put him head to head like this you know what i mean because yep, so that's what be... the rock wants yeah and, uh yeah most likely he's probably gonna get it yeah so. what the rock wants the rock gets henry cavill superman yep and that's buff. a superman he wants yeah oh yeah oh yeah. that'll be great well yeah he wants a buff superman against he wants buff henry cavill yeah. yeah i mean look at how he looks he looks he looks incredible himself mm-hmm. so yeah it's gonna be great um if our buddy jerry davila happens to join jerry d of um Totally Rad Podcast, who we were a guest on, guys. Don't forget, we were a guest a couple episodes back on his podcast. Again, Totally Rad Podcast, the Thundercats episode. He talks about all things Christmas in the 80s. You don't get more specific than that, folks. But I brought out the mighty Lionel himself. I was on a mad hunt at my house for this figure. Uh, I have a boxed version that hangs on my wall. It's been on my wall as long as I lived in my house, which is like five, six years now. But I also had bought one unboxed. This I bought these both back in the day when I was not buying two toys anymore, but I had to have two because I wanted to open one and play with it. It's so poseable, so fun. It looks right out of the cartoon. And apparently they stopped making this one and then they went to make a smaller version. And then that was the one that people got. People wanted this one, but um, I truly love it. The sword is plastic and long, but it looks neat. And you can pose a lot of different ways. Um, so, you know. There's nothing like playing with toys, guys, when you, when you come out into just another Friday night. So we're going to put Lionel here, the king of the of the lion of the Thundercats, the Lord, the Lord of the Thundercats, Lord oh, of the Thundercats, beside right beside uh, Superman and Black Adam here, who look extra badass. Also, I <laughs> uh, love that bottle opener. Dolan Ash is badass, man. The the Green Lantern one. So um, uh, Jason said he's going to Traders. Uh, Let says oh, that is cool. Uh, she also said Joe would like the bottle opener. <laughs> All right, Joe. Oh, right. Oh, okay, cool. Right on, man. Yeah, uh, that's Steve awesome. Steve said he had to take his shades off, too. <laughs> uh, let uh, Thundercats, question mark? Yes, from the Thundercats. Yes, let from the 80s, the 1980s cartoon. We watched that when we were little boys, so you probably remember maybe us watching it being on, but the great opening. Thunder, thunder, Thundercats. Oh! Let me put the sword up. And Jerry, Jerry D did join. What's up, Jerry? Uh, man, I, I need to catch. I don't mind. I need to catch up on the show, man. I know you just did a Prince episode. Huge yeah. Prince fan, Double yeah. A himself here. In fact, uh, normally over here we have it sitting right beside a magazine. Yeah, Prince magazines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very cool. Um, 
but yeah, I think that might be it for news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me show a couple of pickups real quick. So, guys, of course, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has me super hyped for the Ed Brubaker version of Captain America. I'm a little bit behind the game, but I was able to find this hardcover on eBay. I picked it up. I haven't unwrapped it and read it yet because it's it's volume three, and I want to get volume one and two. But uh, if you can kind of see it there, great hardcover uh, cap looking all awesome on the back. Looks like a Tim and – is that Crossbones? Crossbones. Tim mm-hmm. and Crossbones. Mm-hmm. Crossbones got the shield over him that we're kind of getting used he to seeing like, that imagery. Uh, looks like from the Age of Ultron. Uh, yeah. version of crossbones while i was ordering i also happened to order this one i just thought it looked i think i heard ed brubaker talk about it on kevin smith podcast this particular issue maybe i might be wrong but i picked that one up and then of course you guys know uh well i'm gonna say first uh my nephew is a big fan of carnage uh so uh these happen to be in my box um and then i got their red we, we're reading the wolverine, wolverine uh, red, uh, black white and red yeah. but this is the they did a carnage version too and this is the has uh, a lot of glare. Sorry, guys. Uh, this is the issue um, two. There were two covers. Um, they happened to be in my box, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get those for him. So my nephew loves him. Uh, but um, great covers. I mean, I, I haven't gone through them yet, but very neat. Uh, so those two there. And then the last thing I picked up, and I'll show you all three covers, is because um, you get a special code inside of these if you play the game. I, you guys have heard me before talk why I play Fortnite with my nephew. It's a fun game. You run around and you shoot people and you got these weird costumes. There's like a – you can be a banana or a hot dog. or you can. <laughs> then they got a bunch of Marvel characters too, like different times. You can get different things. John Wick is in there. It's pretty cool. So um, they did a crossover, two things we like, Batman and Fortnite. And they put Batman in a comic book. And if you buy the comic book at your local comic book shop, get an actual hard copy – Inside, there is a code for a free skin. So a skin is like it'll make your character look a certain way. So like, for instance, this one, you get an issue one, and you're going to get something different in each issue. You get a uh, skin to look like Harley Quinn. So it's very cool. So this is one of the covers. If you can kind of see, I'll kind of tilt it back so I can avoid the light. But that's one. It's just Batman by himself. And then this is the, I think this is the main cover. It's called uh, Fortnite Zero Point. And if you're familiar at all with the Fortnite lore, the Zero point is a huge um, factor in that in that game. And then this is the variant cover. This is my favorite one, I think. It's neat. Kind of Batman with some of the Fortnite characters. Uh, but those are my pickups for the week. And um, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, I haven't read through it yet, so I can't tell you guys about the story yet. But we did already get the skin. So me and my nephew got the new Harley Quinn skin. So it's neat, like in a red jacket. Like, mm-hmm. like a different look. So uh, we haven't really played. I haven't had a chance to play. But uh, there's been a lot going on. Um so uh, I'll just kind of address it real quick. Um, some of you might know that are uh, my personal friends on my Facebook, whatever. But um, in light of Superman's birthday that we mentioned as well, uh, he was he turned uh, what did he turn? Eighty three. Eighty three. Um, he was, I guess you could say, uh, born uh, two years uh, after my grandma, uh, my dad's mom. Um, so she uh, was going to turn eighty five uh, this past Sunday. Uh, but unfortunately, the day before she passed away, uh, she had uh, contracted COVID. Uh, we hadn't seen her uh, because of that. And uh, yeah, so it was pretty tough. Uh, put that on my Facebook and stuff. Uh, she's a great lady, uh, a real character, tough in her own way and and, and uh, funny and just uh, like a, a what people call like a pistol or like, a you know, <laughs> firecracker. She was definitely all those things because she had her own brand of humor and all that. But uh, she's going to be uh, deeply missed uh, by um uh, you know, her family. And, um, I know she's in a better place now, uh, raising hell where she's at. And, um, 
I thought that was really cool. I didn't realize that that she was uh, two years after she has uh, was born. Uh, Superman debuted in the comic books, so that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, she shared uh, her and Superman have a birthday. Yeah, yeah, they share a birthday. So, um, Grandma, uh, here's to you. Uh, rest in peace. I love you, and I know you're in a better place. So, yeah, uh, thank you, Steve, for the condolences. Uh, shortly after I saw you, uh, we got the news at breakfast, me and my sister, it came in that day and that's what uh, hindered my deliveries that day was that, uh, you know, that just throws your world into upheaval, but we're all doing good. We're hanging in there. Uh, thank everyone for all the good, uh, well messages on my, uh, personal, um, Facebook and things like that. I really appreciate that guys. Everyone has been really supportive and nice. And, uh, my dad is in this group, uh, double A, uh, and my, my uncle also, my uncle Bill, um, that uh that was this was their mom uh they're in this group that's like a family group of her distant family or whatever but man there was uh, so many great comments in there when he posted it up about uh people that had met her people i've never met that met her and they had all these stories nice. and that was really neat to nice. read through so i think someone did like a genealogy thing and then like through oh, that through okay. that it created okay. this facebook group so it was really really cool um to read all that stuff and i posted a pic and i thanked all those people that people i didn't know that that i never met i met my grandmother uh again she was uh 84 her the next day she would be 85 but um yeah so uh that's what kind of uh put a little monkey wrench in the beginning of things double a i want to thank you personally man for all the promoting on the show the scorsese episode man those great numbers we got on youtube uh <laughs> You were posting everything up, and so I really, really always appreciate when you do that, man. It makes it so much easier for me to create the story afterwards mm -hmm. when you already do the pictures. So, uh, super, super cool. Uh, let's get into a few more comments before we get uh, to our first break, and then we're going to get right into our topic. Can you guys figure it out yet? Do y'all know what we're talking about? So, let's see. Um, oh, where are we going? Where are we going? Right there. Right okay. There. There we uh, go. Light says he remembers uh, us watching Thundercats. That's right. Jerry says, "What's happening?" Uh, not much, man. Uh, we're here. We're getting yeah, ready. Finally, Friday to the day, show. Day I look forward to. <laughs> Check out our Instagram, Jerry. We had a bunch of technical difficulties earlier. If we look kind of laggy, we're <sighs> on a different laptop than we normally use. And uh, another reason we don't really love it is because it makes like this like whirring sound, like a now that i've told you you're gonna hear it because you know, we're both hearing it in the mic and in our headphones or whatever but the other the mac my, my girlfriend's old mac which is like 10 years old it's really super quiet and it's always worked really well we think it's the power cord i know i'm just on and on about our our computer woes but you know maybe somebody out there knows something that i don't know or whatever so we bought an aftermarket charger and it worked really well for a really long time but uh we think that may be it we we're hoping that that's what's we're hoping it. Yeah. but uh yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna order a new one with our t-shirt money. See, guys, everything goes back into the podcast. So you buy a t-shirt. We were gonna try to buy a webcam, but it looks like we're gonna be buying a charger instead. And we also don't have this lagginess that we have on this camera that apparently we're having. So that kind of sucks. But um, yeah. Then Jerry also says, uh, "Nice." Was a bad dude. He could play. Oh yeah. man, and I heard everything. Right? They say he could play. He could play by yeah. ear, keyboard, piano, piano, drums. guitar. Yeah. That's in, insane. It's yeah. incredible, man. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I saw a really uh, funny meme of Prince, and it had him where he's got, like, the hair wrap, and it's up, and he's yeah. like, doing, like, a kissy yeah. face, and he's sucking a lollipop. And it says, Prince is the only guy that could send this uh, selfie to a girl and still uh, still get laid that night. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The guy was the man. So uh, Jerry also says, Rude Baker killed it on cap. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, did you catch him on Kevin Smith? He had some really interesting things to say about the yeah, Winter Soldier and really how, interesting. how he was kind of treated by Marvel. Not bad, but just 
not what you might expect for the guy that pretty much you could say created the Winter Soldier. Not Bucky. We know Bucky was there for forever. We don't but want to take the, the character of Winter Soldier. Almost like we say about Wolverine, as you know him. We yeah. know who created Wolverine, but Wolverine, as we know him, you really got to credit Chris Claremont. You know, the Canadian, the, the claws, everything, the weapon X. Everything. The, you know, I, I mean, sometimes someone lends something more to the character and you just you can't deny that. So uh, let's see what else we got here. He goes, uh, what do you guys think of Ellis's run on Moon Knight? I mm. can't really answer that question. I've never really read Moon Knight. So, yeah. Uh, but every time I always see Moon Knight, it's always a pretty critically acclaimed book. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I also, unfortunately, have not read that yet, Jerry. Uh, give us a suggestion. What would you get as a first trade? I would love to read it. Is it Warren Ellis? Warren Ellis wrote uh, some Moon Knight. Am I correct? Do I have the right Ellis? I would love to uh, love to read it. Obviously, we've got um, who's our guy? Gonna Oscar Isaac. Oscar man. Isaac going to play him. I've been seeing the little YouTube videos of him working oh, out. Man, that shit oh, looks really shit. dope. I mean, if you're going to get that kind of fighting, I I'm there I for mean, it. Uh, Let's say she loved your grandma. Uh, Steve Thank says, Nolan says, Chuck. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Joe says, sorry for your loss, Chuck. If you need me, just call me. Thank you, Joe. I certainly um, will, brother. I really appreciate it, man. Hey, thank you for the uh, suggestion on New Frontier yesterday, Joe. I really appreciate it. Oh, and by the way, uh, huge congrats. I think I did already mention uh, Joe and our friend, the Dork Dad, Lucky, now doing their own No, uh, we haven't podcast. really mentioned it. Uh, so this is going to be like our first time uh, okay. mentioning it. Like, uh live right now yeah so guys uh you know a friend of the show joe uh martinez a huge uh fan of our show we often sometimes call him our number one fan um kind of our only i would say uh in a, in a sense a fan that we made out of just doing the show without actually knowing him before we yeah, appreciate all yeah, of you guys yeah. but it's neat when we get like an organic fan versus somebody that we already knew so uh joe is definitely that i've had the opportunity and pleasure to meet him in person and hang out a couple of times Great guy, great family man, really great family man. And I know you can relate to that, double A. So yeah, yeah always, oh yeah. We oh, always yeah. understand when you're doing baseball and stuff like that with your kids, man, and, and your little ones. And uh we, we think that's that's number yeah, that's one. More important. That's yeah. great. So that's awesome, man. Good luck to your Sunday night. I know you said they're playing two games, I think. Oh, East Central. That's our school's yeah, there. that's right. That's Go my Hornets. school, yeah. Now. And that's his yeah, that's his yeah, his, so. his school too. So um Sorry, yeah. Um but uh <laughs> right, which is Joe's yeah, alma mater. Fun, fun, uh, oddly <laughs> enough. But uh, yeah, so Joe is a huge podcast fan. He's a fan of all kinds of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. He's who put us in touch with uh, Jerry, Jerry D and 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 put us in the Tis the Podcast group. There's a whole subsection, guys, of people that just do Christmas podcasts, including Jerry, who does uh, Totally Rad Christmas. But uh, he put us in there with him. Jerry had us on his show, and that was really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so he heard our our episode we were on with the Dork Dad from the Dork Dad podcast, Lucky, and now. Lucky and Joe did their show of their own. It is called Now Watch This with Lucky and Joe. Uh, it's on the Dork Dad podcast, I guess, network or whatever. But uh, just search it. You can find it. Uh, we've put up links in our group. I tell them you guys are all welcome to post in our group your stuff, promote it. Because you know what, guys? We're on for you know a few hours a week on Friday. And then what are you going to fill the rest of your weeks with if you're listening to podcasts? Go listen to one of these guys. I promise you'll enjoy it. Uh, Jerry's a wonderful host. Lucky's a wonderful host. And now Joe yeah, is a wonderful host. You, Joe. They just covered uh, King Kong and Godzilla. It was so funny. I was laughing. Um, you know, their first time out or whatever together. Uh, and they don't know each other personally. They met each other to do this or whatever. And they weren't together in the same room. So that's also difficult. Um, but no, I mean, all the kudos in the world to it. Uh, I cannot wait to hear the next one. I just asked Joe. Uh, obviously, you know, there's always scheduling conflicts. But um, yeah, man, uh, guys, go check out now. Watch. Oh, sorry. 
yeah, now watch this uh, with Lucky and Joe. Um, there's links in our things. Joe, feel free to uh, plug yourself and, and throw those links in there. And uh, who knows what the future may hold. You may We may have a, a, a little crossover episode. That's always possible. Uh, we're always open to doing things with everybody else. Um, you know, double A now fully vaxxed and I'm almost there myself. Uh, next week I'll get my, my final, uh, my second, uh, shot. So I'll be fully vaxxed as well. But, um, uh, yeah, so there's that stuff guys. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to our guys, uh, Jesse and Billy, uh, of El Luchador and Tandem. Uh, you know, me and Steve had coffee at Tandem this past weekend, but right now at El Luchador, if you guys are not watching our show and you want to go out, they're having a fiesta kind of kickoff thing there. They're doing a, a little bit of booth. They got some turkey legs out there and some other foods and, uh, if you're if you're vaxxed and you're masked and you want to go hang out uh, outdoors, it's they got the parking lot I think across the street like out uh, outside and th now the rain is gone. Um, so uh, go get a turkey leg and go try to have like a mini uh, fiesta unto yourself. We want to support them. The Luchador is a great great kick ass bar with uh, all the Mexican wrestling you can ever want. Uh, let's see. Uh, cheers to your grandmother. Oh yeah, guys, we're getting close to that thirty minute break, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull us in in a second here. Give me just a second to do that. Um, uh, in fact, you know what? Let me go ahead and do that right now on the audio so that we can get to uh, – oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm going to send this to a quick break, guys. We'll be right back. You know if you're joining us Facebook Live, we don't go anywhere, so we're going to stick around right here with you. Uh, but if you are just listening to us on audio, we'll be back in a quick 30 seconds. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, welcome back from that quick break. Thank you for hanging out with us. Of course, you know that every Friday night we also go live on Facebook. And if you want to join the conversation and be a part of what we're talking about, uh, join us and listen if you can. You know what I mean? If not, you can always keep listening to us on audio. That's 100% fine. We don't mind. But we are live on, on Fridays and we uh, read through all your comments every 30 minutes. Um, and we love that. And of course, if you want to ever see the complete, all the comments, all the things that we talk about, you can do so. Um on our youtube channel uh search just another friday night uh and look for our logo and we're there hit subscribe and then you can see the full episode with all the comments that we read throughout because excuse me that's all on there i can't wait till we watch this one back where we look all choppy or whatever but um <laughs> yeah but great comments during that last break guys we really appreciate everyone chiming in we talked about a few things that are kind of related to what we're going to talk about tonight so uh double a tonight G give it to us here. Adrenalize me. What are we discussing okay, tonight? Okay, so we are discussing our concert experiences, man. It's almost kind of like our WrestleCon episode. Yeah, wrestling totally. Episode. But this time we're going into our own personal live experiences. Live, loud. Um, We yeah. are – go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say that just another Friday night podcast comes alive. Yeah, totally, man. Guys, like I said at the beginning, you know, you wanted the best. You got the best. Uh, obviously, we've got our band T-shirts on. Steve took a guess at rock. Uh, 
it is going to be mainly rock centric only but because I know you've seen some other I've seen some other acts. You've probably seen some other acts too, right? I not mean, too much. Pop? You've seen some pop? Uh, not too much. No, not too much. Okay. Well, you know, we tend we do to, you know I've seen a major one. Yeah, I guess you can say I've seen yeah, a major so you've one. seen a major and not only that too, but rock music itself, you can break that down into different genres. There's yeah. definitely some rock music you've seen that I probably would never go see. Mm. Um and if you if you guys saw um Earlier in the week, uh, my lovely lady uh, Jess posted up a new Funko Pop she got. Did you see it? She got the the Papa Emeritus Funko Pop. No, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and Friday Nighter Joe was quick to comment wow. that I saw them live and that he really enjoyed it. Wow. So, guys, what were your concert experiences? What was the best? What was the worst? Uh, what start- was your first? Yeah, what was your first? We're going to talk about a, a myriad, a, a variety, a hodgepodge, if you will, of uh, shows we've been to and seen. It will... Generally, be around the world of rock music because that is our that's our well, favorite. San Antonio you know? was known as the heavy metal capital of the world at one time. The Sex so. Pistols pretty much broke here, which Randy's. is punk. Yeah, but not just them. Judas Priest broke here. ACDC broke here. Um, I heard Metallica also in a way. Metallica, a lot of the eighties bands. Uh, we had a, a really badass. We had our own legendary DJ, uh, Joe Anthony, the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, he turned San Antonio on to so many Canadian bands, English mm. bands, Detroit bands, American bands. Kiss it? Kiss, actually. Kiss, right? He was oh, under the Kiss banner, yeah. yes. Yeah. And he would play whole albums, front and back. Uh, he got Legs Diamonds in here. He got Budgie in here. He's got Moxie in here. Judas Priest. Rob Halford always mentions Joe Anthony every concert, you know, yeah. for giving them a break here in Texas. Badass, man. Yeah. Because you need a DJ to play you in town back in those days, right? And Joe Anthony was one of those legendary DJs you hear about. So yeah. uh, how about this? When I was going to San Antonio College and I was studying radio, TV, and broadcasting, one of my teachers in one of my radio classes was one of the ah, former yeah. 995 yeah, yeah, yeah. KISS DJs. And then became a KZF DJ with classic rock T-Bone T-Bone if you guys remember that one T-Bone's Cuts T-Bone's Prime <laughs> cuts. cuts what a great name right yeah. and he was a, a a guy that looked like a, a soccer dad and yeah, he never yeah. would have guessed most of those guys do yeah, yeah. nice fellow really well versed took us to his office at KZF we saw his uh, albums that went gold that they sent him those because he helped break a lot of those bands here too by playing them on the radio um it was a, a really cool, uh, smart guy. I can't even remember what class that was. It was music something or other. But uh, SAC, uh, shout out to them, San Antonio College, for you know making a partnership with him and getting him to educate uh, the, the students that were in those classes about that. So, um, Double A, let's get right into it, man. I mean, like, I don't okay. know where you want to. I've got go? a list of questions for you, where do you and I've go? got a list of shows I've seen. So, you know what? I, I'm gonna. I'll start out with this. Okay. Shows we've been at together. Okay. Uh, so one of the ones I remember uh, was the Danzig with a yeah. uh, special guest appearance of Doyle. Doyle. So this was kind of like the closest before they got back together, like in 2018, I think it was, 2017, 2018. This was kind of like the closest Danzig had ever got to Misfits. It was yeah. cool. It was He was going to play 20 minutes of Misfits, Misfits music, music. Yeah. okay, with his set. So yeah. he would open up with his set. In the middle would be 20 minutes, and then he would finish it off with his own. I told CM. CM had started really getting into the Misfits a lot. Love the Misfits. He loves Danzig too. Loves, loves Danzig. Danzig. Okay, but Misfits was where is that? Yeah. We went to Grand Central Station. Grand Central Station. <laughs> now that closed. Place, yeah, now it, defunct. It, it's gonna be a Via uh, yeah. spot now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was one of those like fests that Danzig had. I forgot what what it was called, but 
man oh man so Dented comes out you know it's kind of just like a straightforward heavy metal concert you know just a little mosh pit you know everyone's mm-hmm. jamming out mm-hmm. okay this is the part doyo comes out he calls doyo doyo it's like, comes do, and, yeah do, so he every do, time he steps do. he kind of plays like the guitar he's like or and I didn't realize. I know he's got the big boots on, but that fucker no, looked like he is, Frankenstein for real. He was Doyle fucking is huge, fucking jacked. And you know, Dan Dick does a classic punk one, two, three, four, and man, they burst into misfits. That fucking little mosh pit went whoa. It fucking blew us away. Now that was me, you, and your older, yes, older brother. Yes, uh, what fr- you seen, boy? Uh, boys, yeah. that are on our basketball episode. Yeah. These two guys pretty much saved my life because. That pit exploded, and in fact, you I know, I've it, never seen a pit explode that fast. I, I don't think me big. either. Me either. Double A. And here's what I also remember is that is that which is what I hate. This is going to be a kind of trend for me throughout this episode. <laughs> is that my memory is shit, uh, and also because I'm fucking boozing at all these concerts or whatever. But I don't remember Mother. I know he played it. I don't remember Twisted Cane. I know he, he played does. it. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember any of the Misfits song, but I know he played it. But what I remember is that moment, man. You guys don't like being in the pit, but you were in the pit because it's so fast. And you guys were fucking throwing guys. You're giving them a shove just to get them away because that pit broke out so fast. And I was like, holy shit. I was in that pit, man. It was wild. It was wild. That was crazy. But what I do remember walking away was that it was a great fucking show. I I think the first song they pushed out was 20 Eyes. 20 Eyes. And then they played Skulls. Yeah, they played last caress. Last caress. You know, they played yeah. attitude. You know, That's it was right. just a great fucking set. It, it was amazing to see Danzig and Doyle because, like I said, that was like the closest we were ever mm-hmm. ever gonna get to a misfit set. So, yeah, uh, obviously they've they've gotten together, done some places, but like big places and not know, near here. Not, right? near, not near here. here. I know no, we would like go Las Vegas, Philadelphia. They sold out Madison Square Garden. Shit, that's they might badass. be the first punk band that ever sold out Madison Square Garden. I would Garden. imagine so. That's I, like, I didn't know wow, that. That's yeah, pretty wild, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, but man, uh, great stuff. You know, we were beating up that night, but we <laughs> we enjoyed that. Yeah, night. yeah. No, uh, you guys kicked ass, man. That was a, a great. I remember just coming off of a high out of the show. That those things, things like that, really resonate with me. Like I might not remember how their version of something was, but I remember like the feeling I had. And it was like a buzz. Like man, yeah. it was like a real every show that had show. Doyle for that tour sold out. Every fucking tour that I mean, every show that had Doyle on there. It was crazy. All these other ones, you can still buy tickets, but if it had Doyle there, sold out. Boom. Now, Double A, did we buy merch? Did we hit the nope. merch booth? I don't remember anything. Nope. I don't have that. anything yeah. of Dan. God damn, I would love to have that. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. At uh, that time, I wasn't really buying merch. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, now I, I have to get a, a tour tee. I was going to ask you, what's your, now what's your tradition? Do. That's yeah. my tradition. I buy... I always I might see a shirt I like the front better, but if it doesn't have the dates on back, I don't usually get it. I don't get I it either. That. I don't get it either. And I was gonna bring my tour shirt, some of them to show, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, as Jerry said, uh, uh, visuals don't really work on a podcast that often. Although we do have a visual medium as well. We do. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I should have brought them maybe. But you guys don't want to see my three hundred t-shirts or whatever. But oh, man, I have a shitload too. They're not all yeah. bands, whatever. But yeah, I usually do from a show buy that's the shirt I buy. I've kind of got Jess into that too. I'm like you should get the one with the dates that let you know when you were there yeah. and, and the and the day they were in the season. Yeah. Great, great pick, great pick. Okay, I'm gonna go with what I think is the first one that we were okay. at together, if I remember okay. correctly. Uh, I think I might have got a free ticket maybe from your brother. I got an invite. I didn't know. I don't remember buying this ticket, but it might have been in like 04 
Um, but it was Ozfest, ah, Black Mad, uh, Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath with Tony Iommi was the headliner, and Priest opened. That was my first time seeing yeah, Tony so, Iommi. Uh, and, okay, and so Sabbath. it was the original Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It was 2004 Ozfest. I know which one you're talking about. That was right, 04. Okay. Judas Priest just got back with Rob Halford. And just like that, Judas Priest became a name again, became a headliner. Um, and behind Judas Priest, CM probably doesn't remember, was Slayer. So it was Slayer, Judas Priest, and Black Sabbath. Shit, did we catch all three? Yes. Oh, shit. Yes, I we did. that. Yeah. And before that was even Super Jordan Ritual, which we kind of missed. But that's Phil Anselmo's other band. So, nice. Yeah, so it was a pretty powerhouse Ozfest that year. What was a bonus for me, obviously, was you know Judas Priest got back with Rob Halford since it was the first time since like 1991. Okay, and so he's back in the fold. But it was my first time to actually see Black Sabbath, the original. Yeah, the all four still playing together. Man, what a great night that was. Um, so this for me was rad because my dad had famously always uh, seen. Black Sabbath. And I know he saw that version. He saw them in the 70s, whatever. I mean, this, he always he saw a lot of shows in Municipal Auditorium when it was Municipal, municipal yeah, Auditorium because awesome, awesome. that's where they would play. Yeah. And I've seen his ticket stubs. He still has some. Yeah. He has his ACDC one. He has that nice. one. Very and nice. uh, he's seen a lot. Like You're a lot of other ones. Those if you can. Yeah. I, I'm, I've, I've actually been looking for them. So yeah. I, I will post them if I can get them. My dad's uh, ticket I still stubs. got a lot of my ticket stubs. So I have a lot of mine too somewhere. Whatever. Except when they start doing the paper, right? Kind of yeah, I hate that the paper. The paper blows, man. Fucking paper sucks. So however it was, I got in to go with you guys. I got to go with you guys. I remember we went. Well, the lawn seats were only 20. That was yeah. what's great about Verizon. Maybe I did buy it. Maybe, Maybe I did. you did because, man, lawn seats were only like 10, 20 bucks at that time. And that's the next thing I was going to say. It was at Verizon Amphitheater. Now defunct also yeah, two venues yeah. now no longer that was Which, a we loved it right it was a cool venue i liked it and i think that's why a lot of bands don't come anymore because there's not that venue anymore uh but man it was a great venue it was a great night uh it felt great uh yeah. it was cool because like during the black sabbath sets we had like people started like two bonfires so it looked yeah. very fucking cool it was very eerie especially when they played black sabbath yeah the song black sabbath i, oh, I don't like, remember that oh man it looks so cool so here's what i remember about that show double a me my memory i remember one i was kind of a little bit more blown away by priest i was yeah. like oh, oh yeah. man they fuck. So, i was yeah. like fuck they fucking tore it up like At i was that like time, Damn. black sabbath had kind of played and played and played it was always the yeah. same songs judas priest Halford was back, man. Yeah. He was fucking yeah. back into the fold. But it was neat for me to see the version of the band my dad saw years before. But it was also neat to see this. Because this is right around the time of a little bit, maybe after or right around the time of the, the Osborne show. Oh, yeah. This is way yeah. after. Way after. So so this mm-hmm. is like, too, people were like, man, Ozzy's old, man. Like, blah, blah. So this is what I was shocked by. This motherfucker was running around the stage back and forth. He, you know how he always talk on the show? Uh, I can't understand the fucking thing. He was singing clear mm-hmm. and badass. His voice that awesome, and he was grabbing these buckets of water. Remember yeah. that? And he was throwing yes. them on that's the like crowd. His trademark. And he'd that's... run on and grab the buckets. And I had never seen that. And I didn't that's know that. That's been his trademark for a long first time. time seeing them live. And I was like, man, this dude is fucking getting it. Like his cardio was incredible. Like I was like, holy shit. So I mean, I remember that being so badass, uh, being more floored by, um, um. Priest, but but that Black Sabbath was still amazing. And it was amazing. amazing. It was amazing. All the those. tunes you know, man. All the hits. All the ones that you... Yeah, you might have heard it on 995 Kiss a thousand times, so you just change it now, or you don't want to hear it no more, so you, you get 
you know, your own music or your own satellite radio. But when you're hearing it fucking live and it, the guys are in front of you and Ozzy Osbourne singing in front of you, it is fucking different, man. And when, when Rob Halford's singing with Priest, you're like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. So Rob was still very young and he still could belt out the, the high-pitched scream. Live so. music, literally, by the sound, pushes into your body. Like, it fucking is hitting your body and you're like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like... If you've never, and I didn't start going to concerts till I got much older. Like I you know, same here. I, yeah, same here. I, you know, I used to work for the the famous, you know, uh, Hot Topic store, right? The goth, the black store, all <laughs> that, the black clothing, all the, you know, back in the old days, right? I worked, I worked there. I had long hair, but I didn't have any piercings, and I still have no tattoos. And I didn't own one rock T-shirt. I didn't own one, not one. And I worked there for a whole year. I was like the movie guy. I was like the go-to, <laughs> the comic book guy, the the pop culture guy. That's what I was, even though like I had like long hair like a rocker, but um. I learned so much about music from the people that I worked with and things like that. And, and of course, I mean, I was always had my own taste yeah, with you guys yeah. and my dad. But it wasn't until around that time and slightly shortly after that, I started going to like a lot more shows and a lot more concerts. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I was just like hooked because live music is like really any live music. If you go see the guy fucking play violin down on the corner of the fucking market square it's really awesome if you sit there and vibe with it you know what i mean so when you're at a big concert like that and it's like the music's like like i said literally pumping into you you're like holy shit like you know you're you there's really not a type of music you can't enjoy plus everyone else is vibing i'm talking mm -hmm. more about that in a little bit but uh yeah that's my first memory of us being at a show together that one which is before yours the dad's going because i don't remember when dad's was but but it was I don't remember either. Okay, but what do you, um, what do you got next? What do you got next? Oh, I was gonna say real quick. Uh, you know, another man I was excited to see on that show was Slayer, and well, I gotta right. admit, I was pretty disappointed. Wow. Uh, you know, Slayer's always been considered one of the best live bands out there. That you know, live is better than in the studio. I was really disappointed. They kind of just went through the stages and then got off. Oh so wow! I, I was like, for my first time seeing them, I was a little disappointed. You think tired or maybe just. I don't know, you know, maybe 30 minute set, you know, who yeah. knows, but yeah. uh, I'll that, get back to them a little bit later to see, um, to tell you what okay. I thought of the second okay. time I saw. Them, so. I can't, I, I'm glad you told me that because I didn't even know that. I, and I'm going to talk about this too. There's a couple of bands that I've seen that I wasn't into at the time. So I saw them and I'm like, oh, I saw them, but I didn't really I know, remember. but it's like, it kind of sucks, right? Like you're like, fuck. You yeah. Know, I, I don't remember. <laughs> so those two would definitely be on my list that I know that we were at. And there's one more I want to talk about. And then we'll get off of uh, ones we've been at together, unless you have another one in your memory. But the other one would be we've Metallica together. Yes. Uh, that was your yes, first we time seeing Metallica and my first time seeing first Metallica. First time seeing Metallica in 2009, October 2009. of 2009. Yeah. Uh, September. September of 2009. Uh, finally, because they hadn't came to San Antonio mm -hmm. in fucking forever. And this is after Kurt. We're getting a... Uh, no, it's um, Jason. After Jason. After Jason. Uh, That's we got right. Robert. Robert. Trujillo. Yeah. yeah, we had Trujillo, yeah. yeah. So uh again, uh, we kind of missed the first band and it was Lamb of God. Uh so I realized that's who we missed. Fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't into him. I've I've tried getting into him and I still haven't got into yeah. him. So it wasn't like a big deal for me. It would have just been one of those ones that you saw, whatever. Yeah. So uh Metallica though, man. Uh what do you think? Yeah, I like the setup. I like how they're yeah. in the middle first yeah, off. Isn't he? Middle setup and they face everyone. Yeah, you know, the so. stage rotates. That's yeah. what I remember. Like the stage is kind of going like this, like it's spinning around. So it's like everyone can see because it's all around. Yeah, the whole thing. Which was great. Like AT&T, right? Yes. So yes. AT&T. I, 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 I don't know like, if it sold out, but it was it very, was very out. fucking cool. It was cool. sold out. Um there's not a lot of specifics that stand out to me about the set that I remember, but I remember I had a blast. I remember I was 
fucking googly eyes over some dumb girl. Uh, well, which is always good, the thing too know. is like we, we, like a whole bunch of us went, but for whatever reason, like it was me, CM, yeah, my brother Will, and you know the chickie took, girl, yeah. and then my wife, my future wife, she was like by herself. And then my brother and his future wife were like over here. Really? So we were all all separate yeah. like that. Wow. Yeah. So it was kind of weird, <laughs> you know. So well, double A's uh, wife. I'm really sorry because I should have kicked that coos out. Well, no, that's that actually <laughs> uh, that's actually kind of where we start first talking. Really? Yeah. So that's that always was, like a that's always yeah. like a very special moment for us. Nothing um, like metal love. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's always a special date. That's kind of like where we first started. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's talking, a good. So. What, they, what they call a meet cute. The yeah. young people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. do you remember anything specific about the set? Yeah. So it was kind of cool because they played Stone Cold Crazy. That oh, was fucking. Sweet. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. That was fucking sweet. Man, Queen cover. That's yeah. one of my favorite Queen yeah. songs. Fast, yeah. heavy. I but always, the way Metallica yeah. does it, oh, they bring it up even more. Mm. You know, uh, they played one. They played mm. uh, what was that Mission Impossible song? Um, somewhere I belong. So somewhere, no. somewhere, somewhere I remain. Something I remain. No. Fuck, I forgot which one. Did. Well, you know, it's a Mission Impossible song. That's a they good said one. they that's hadn't played that like in years and years. Yeah, that's a great song. It was a good set. It was like they played like about maybe three or four of the Death Magnetic songs. They mm -hmm. played like Cyanide. They played um, The Day That Never Comes. Love know? The Day That Never Comes. Yeah, and, and if you look like on top, they had like the coffins, the, you yeah. know, the Death Magnetic. Yeah, you know, that stuff was kind of yeah. like, yeah, I remember that too yeah. now that you say that. And I do remember the big balloon drop at the end, the black silver, the black ripples, which is kind of yeah. neat because it's like black and silver spurs. You know I, mean? so <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cool. Those are the things I remember specifically about it and the stage. Um, it being a good show, but I would put it on – I just don't have a, like a lot of standout memories of it. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, for me, that's the last I can remember of shows that we were at together. Uh, I think we're at one more. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think it was Judas Priest and Queensryche. Yes. You know when what? He came out with the Tim yeah, Duncan. Yeah, the Tim Duncan joke. That was a fantastic joke. Because that night, and I remember this, we we could have been at the award, the, the ring ceremony. Because we won. No, no. It was with the ring ceremony. Not, not the ring. It the, was the, uh, the, 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 the celebration. The, the championship celebration. celebration. Yeah. We had just beat Detroit. Mm hmm. Uh, well, we Ooh, got so it was our first title. No, it was our third title. Third title. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so we went to a concert again. The you know, it was really cheap. Uh, the lawn seats. Uh, it was the first concert I actually took my, my best friend Michelle to. Um, so me and her were hanging out like that whole day. We kind of missed the Queen's Rake side, side, uh, set, which I was fine with. I um, remember that I, I caught a little bit of it, and I was like, well, they didn't do Silent Lucidity. I didn't realize they didn't really fit. The <laughs> well, no, no. What I was going to say, though, which was weird because I was really looking forward to it. He said, because this is still when he was kind of trying to still be experimental, that this whole set was not going to have any of the greatest hits, really. It was going to be like weird, like weird fucking songs from like the first like three, four albums. Uh, songs that they never really played on the radio. So I was like, man, what a cocksucker. That yeah, blows. It really does blow. I mean, uh, people come for the hits. For the hits, yeah. And Queensryche has like a shitload of hits. Yeah. Because they did play Silent Lucidity. Uh, other times I've seen them. So uh, for whatever reason, uh, he was like, no, we're not going to be playing like the greatest hits. We're not going to be playing like Operation Mindcrime. We're not going to be playing Empire. We're not going to be playing like stuff from those albums. If you're watching and you're in a band or you're listening to Slater in your band, don't do that. Don't don't be that. Don't way. do that. Don't do that. Uh, so me and her kind of just walked around the whole spot, and then like 
when we're coming back for the Judas preset. Also at Verizon, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we're coming back, some dude was like, I guess, I don't know. I guess he didn't want to stay for the priest one. Uh, you know, he saw me and her walking. He was like, hey, you guys want my seats? And so we actually got seats for that the rest of the night. So it was kind of cool. Yeah, because yeah. further down, it was seats, mm -hmm. I remember, in the in mm -hmm. the uh, further down in the uh, Verizon. And then, man, you know, Priest killed it again. I must have been with Boy then. You were. I must have been with Boy. And so I remember, again, I was like the second time I got floored by Priest. <laughs> and that last bit, you know, it was the encore. Yeah. He, yeah. you know, he Rob Halford out. comes out yeah. and, and your cousin has great pictures. I think I even yeah. have these because your, your yeah. brother printed some for us. <laughs> He came out in the 21 Tim Duncan jersey, and it was like the place exploded. <laughs> and he was like, I know y'all could have been somewhere else tonight, but, you know, thank you for being here with us. And it was a good crowd. It was 10,000. Yeah, and his 10, English people. accent. And he even did like a, like a, you know, like a Tim well, yeah. da -da 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 Duncan. Like, I was like, dude, you know, he took the time to somebody might have to tell him that. He yeah. didn't fucking know yeah. basketball. Well, that's cool, though. And, and I was like, man, you're in my heart, brother. Like. That was so rad that I saw that. I thought that was so fucking cool. And, and we we kind of all talked about it because we didn't know yeah. we were going to win right then. And we were like, oh, we thought we might have one more game. And we were like, man, like, you know, your brother already had tickets. And it was like, and we we're like, no, we're going to go. We're going to go. We'll go to the show. So that was like your own Spurs championship celebration with and fucking cool. Rob Halford cool. and Judas Priest. Yeah. Man, in in a rock town, I, I I was like that was so cool. I wouldn't have rather been anywhere else. So yes, good good memory. I I wrote that down, but I forgot about that because I I've seen Judas Priest twice. It's yeah. on my, it's on my yeah. times two list. You know what I mean? Uh, Very cool. That we're kind of at the same show, but we weren't together. Was mm -hmm. uh, Guns N' Roses and ZZ Top? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. We we did. Yeah, we weren't. We didn't go together. We didn't see them together. And, you know, that was that came at a weird time in my life, or whatever, because mm -hmm. I had just gotten back with my with my now girlfriend after a split up, and uh, I was like debating about where they're going. But here's which I didn't thing. even know that you're yeah, going. I wish you would have told me. Yeah, I know. I yeah. wish I would have told you. I wasn't really telling anybody, but I had bought that ticket even before we'd broken up, and I bought it because my. When did you get it? Because I bought it mine in December. The previous year, because it was coming out in September, but I bought my ticket in December. No, so because I'm a cheap scale, I like to wait because I think oh, I'm gonna okay. win. I'm gonna win. Okay. I'm gonna win. And this is how I won. My boss at the time, and I've mentioned him before, my my old boss from Jersey, Raul. Shout out to Raul. He had bought a ticket for him and his wife. Well, the wife was like, I don't want to go see that shit. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, I already got the, the ticket. So he was like, he was like, hey, like I'm gonna sell it. And I real, said, real quick, go ahead. That, that's kind of like the same thing. I bought it for me and my wife. <laughs> And it turned out she didn't want to go. I was like, are you, Who'd you take? kidding me? I took my friend Daniel because, uh, uh, boy, I couldn't get a hold of him. What the night. hell? Yeah. Guns and Roses, I man. I know. I couldn't Fuck, get and a, I tried calling him and calling him and calling him, and he never picked up. So, Oh, my like, gosh. That is crazy. So I took my friend, my good friend, uh, good, real good friend Daniel, and yeah. we, we jammed out pretty good. So Yeah, yeah. So I went with Raul, and I'd never been to a show with him, and he's a really cool guy, older guy, a little mm -hmm. bit older, about 10 years older than us, maybe, maybe, maybe a little more. But uh, – it was fun to be with, and we drank some beers or whatever. And we were kind of under like that little awning, yeah, like where the where the, yeah. the the upper deck shoots out over you a little mm -hmm. bit. But we still had a good view. We could see right into the band, and we got there for I got there for ZZ Top, and they were great. And we just drank a few beers, and I got I got a shirt, and I still I got to get a shirt because Guns N' Roses I would probably consider my favorite band of I all remember, time. Yeah, you know, yeah. even even to this day I would still say. And uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I've I've always been a Guns N' Roses fan, but. Man, that concert blew me away. Uh, they were great. Axel was great. Yeah. Uh, they came out too, right on time. Yeah. 
and Slash. Man, oh man. When November Rain came and he played those two solos, I was like, holy shit. I have a bunch of video I took on my man. phone. I, I hate to say I got in older age, I got to be that guy that was like videoing everything on my phone. I hate that. I tried doing that once. I know. Once. I hate no, it No, no. I tried doing that once and I was like, wow, it really does take the experience out. Yeah. Bad. My memories are better really bad. when I didn't do yeah. it. But I would like to go watch them now because I, I, that Godfather, you know, uh, Slash oh, playing yeah, the Godfather yeah. theme was like I was like oh my god like he fucking was playing this like I was yeah, like holy they, shit they played for over two hours and I want to say they played every fucking song there was I I was telling everyone I don't think I need to see Guns N' Roses again because they played everything <laughs> I wish I would have been with you because my old boss wanted to leave and go to a bar I remember and yeah. I and I wish we didn't I didn't get to see the end and I yeah. was really crushed by that and I I think I just went to the bar with him just for a little bit because I was like I said in the mm -hmm. process of getting back together and and then we we I just said to her to come get me. But uh, it was like I should have stayed and enjoyed the show. Yeah, it was it great. Was like, it was just like a weird time in my life, but but great show. And Axel didn't look great, you know and I mean, but you know, Slash well, no, was but great. he was getting better. Uh, yeah. Axel was getting way better at this point. Uh, his voice sounded, sounded amazing. Good. Yeah, uh, he was moving. I was, it was mm -hmm. like I was getting goosebumps seeing him do like the, the you snake, know the, the yeah yeah. Where do we go now? Yeah, I mean, man, they played everything. Patience. Yeah. Um, you know, November Rain, Sweet Child of Mine, um, you know, everything. Yeah. Every fucking thing. They they played everything. T Top. Again, I was gonna say I was a little disappointed. Oh. Something I was looking forward to, but again, it was only like an hour set, and it's just kind of like they played the song, moved on to the next one, moved on to the next one, and then that was it. Before you know it, it was like an hour passed, and that was it. Yeah. What was cool though is that they were only doing it for the Texas dates. So that was cool. Oh, that is pretty sweet. Yeah, and, I remember because there was a someone was attached to them at the beginning. Mm -hmm, Guns N' Roses at the beginning mm -hmm. that was going to be yeah. with them, and I was like, oh damn, that'd be cool to see them. Whatever. I forgot. Who uh, was. I was hoping they would have had ZZ Top shirts, but they did it. It was yeah. all Guns N' Roses, right. so that that kind of sucked. But uh, yeah, ZZ Top. I was like, golly. I know. almost wore that too, but I realized when I bought it, it has the dates big on the back, and it looks cool uh, with like the the rifles also. But the front is only just a little crest on the on the chest, so really? I didn't wear that one oh, wow. instead. So. Yeah, mine is the the symbol, the classic symbol with the guns, man, the roses, okay, with the tour dates on the back. Very nice, very nice. But man, a uh, great concert, man! That Guns N' Roses concert blew me away. Now, were we at this show together on my shirt? We probably were. Yes, at, was. There's probably a couple yeah. of shows we were at not together, yeah, because but we that's were the there. Last time Kiss has came to San right. Antonio was yeah. that one. So, so yeah, well, I'll talk a little bit about that one. It's kind of specialist to me in a minute, uh, guys. We're pretty near the break. Uh, we see there's some comments in the queue. Obviously, you guys into the music, so we want to read your comments and hear what you have to say. Uh, just a quick reminder how we do it here. Every Friday night, we go live on Facebook, but at the same time, we're dual recording uh, for all of our audio listeners that can hear us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, you name it. We're probably there if they have podcasts. Uh, so you can check us out there. And if you listen to that version, we cut out all the part where we do we read through the comments. That part's not there. Now, if you want to see that uncut version, if you made a comment and we had a conversation about it, you want to see that, go check us out on YouTube. There it's the entire show as you're seeing it on Facebook Live, um, youtube.com, uh, and then search just another Friday night. 
We're not yet slash just another Friday night because we're trying to get up to 100 subscribers. You can help us do that by hitting the subscribe button when you find us on YouTube. Uh, and once we get up to 100, they will allow us to change that. But uh, for right now, guys, I'm going to say this to our audio listeners. We're going to be back in a blip because right after that, you're going to hear us continue our conversation about our concert going experiences. Uh, but we're going to take this quick 30, uh, this quick time out to hear from our audience. We read through their comments while the audio loads in. So uh, you'll hear us in audio, guys, in just a second. And Facebook Live, folks, you know we're not going anywhere. All right, guys, we're right back here in the mix uh, talking uh, our concert going experiences uh, with you. Um, I think we're good. I think, okay. I think I don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we want to hear more from you. We read through some comments during the break. Uh, as you guys know, we read through comments every 30 minutes that come in on our Facebook Live. And we cut that out for our audio listeners. But if you ever want to hear that full version, please go ahead over to YouTube.com. Uh, search Just Another Friday Night and find us there. And really, really do please hit that subscribe button because if you do and we get to 100 subscribers, we can change it to Just Another Friday Night. Uh, excuse me, YouTube.com slash Just Another Friday Night or JAFN Podcast. We're going to see what's available and we're going to take that up and we're going to own it. And I saw some other local YouTuber recently has like 557. And I'm like, why don't we only have 44? We should have that because we're awesome, I think, in my opinion. We're getting the views. We're getting the views. We've got some great views on our Martin Scorsese episode and have some really great views on our uh, Snyder Cut episode. And those two uh, shows alone are over like 700 yeah. views. I mean, we had a hot take, but I don't know yeah. if our take was that hot, double it. I mean, if y'all think it was hot, that's great. You're watching. Hit subscribe. It's all right. All the videos are going to be fun. Uh, guys, but tonight, it's all about SA Rock City. And if you're not from here and you don't know who we are, you're like, what's SA? We live in the city called San Antonio here in Texas uh, in the United States. And that is why it's San Antonio Rock City. Because most of the shows we've seen have been mm -hmm. here in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. But uh, where have you traveled to Double uh, to see a show? Okay, so uh, I've been to Austin. To okay. see the Knot Fest, uh, Slipknot, oh. Volbeat, Behemoth, and Gojira. Very uh, cool. So that was very cool. Me and my two brothers went to Austin uh, at the 360 uh, Amphitheater. Uh -huh. I've been there. Very great venue. Great that venue. is a fucking great venue. Uh, finally, after, <laughs> what was it, after 20 years, I finally <laughs> saw Slipknot live. Um Man, those guys are fucking great. The mm -hmm. stage was great. Volby was great too. Almost like if you're here in the city, okay. they're one of those bands where okay. it, it doesn't really feel like it's anything different. You I, know? I like that kind no, of. No, no, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. His voice sounded great. That's cool. I didn't know yeah. about this uh, show yeah. that you've seen. And, you know, it's kind of cool, guys. If you ever hear just the audio version of our podcast. Friday Nighter Albert has cut together a great uh, uh, about 38 uh, second intro that we have only you can only hear it on audio you don't hear it on our, our YouTube but uh it includes Volbeat's uh uh Warriors 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 call Warriors call and uh man I had never really heard that song before but man it gets me fucking pumped up now because I feel like it's like <laughs> our entrance music you know what I mean so um really uh, rad Slipknot killed it man I love the uh, the fucking stage the the set the the Corey Taylor can control a crowd. Oh, yeah. Man, that was great. Oh, yeah. So, Fucking great. The way I'm going to play off of this is because I didn't really know how we were going to direct this episode, uh, but is like this. So I'll tell you about my Slipknot experience. Okay. I saw them, I think it was at Freeman, 
uh, is where they were oh, at. I don't know why they were at Freeman of all places, but that's where it depends it on what year you probably. It might have been. It might have been later. Years. Anyway, uh, I get it. I feel like it was like a free ticket situation. I forgot <laughs> who I went with or whatever. Because yeah. I mean, like, I think they're cool, but I wasn't like I didn't wasn't going to just like, yeah. Not it didn't seem like your kind of music. I'm going to buy that, but I do like a lot of their songs. Oh, okay, okay. Don't remember yeah. any of the openings, but I do remember this: that Corey came off the stage and he was walking around in the fucking crowd and. The two of the girls I went with, one of them was the one from Metallica or whatever. Oh, yeah? And then the other one, they had just bought a beer. They had said that it was like a $7, one of those big beers. Whatever. He just, boom, slaps it out of their fucking <laughs> hand, and it goes all over. Oh, and after dude. that, it ruined the show for her or whatever. Uh... But I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, man. And then that guy, that he's doing a triple bass drum set, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And he's going upside down on a fucking joey it's like a rig and he's turning it's like yeah let me do my hands on the camera he's doing like this yeah and he's playing upside down Uh and i was like my mind is getting fucking blown by the amazing joey was one of the best fucking drummers i don't know what happened uh i like jay jay weinberg is good i don't know if you know but jay's uh the son of uh max weinberg the drummer for bruce springsteen really damn that's in the family Right, right there right? right Uh, but man, Joey, no one can touch Joey at that time. He was like the number one drummer in heavy metal at that time. When I think about Slipknot and I think about my experience seeing that, that it yeah. really resonates yeah. in my mind. Number one, Corey, like you said, when you talk about working the crowd, this motherfucker is hard. And he was yep. in the crowd. He didn't give a fuck, man. Like I was like, this is a bad dude. And I love Stone Sour. I probably like Stone it's Sour It's very better. weird. Yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> you know? yeah. But uh, I mean, fearless, man. Because, you know, these guys get torn apart when they, if they go into the crowd. He, oh, yeah. he was walking around. He was like right next to me. Like I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, he was like kind of freaking me out. But, man, when uh, Joey, you said? Yeah. Joey when Jordan he did the drums. And the thing started to spin, and he was upside down playing. Number one, kudos to the crew that got that shit rigged up. But I never seen a man play drums upside down, three bass drums. So he's probably he's pedaling too, right? You're pedaling the fucking bass, and you're upside down. I mean, I was like, <laughs> I never seen that shit in my life, and that made the songs that much better. Nice. And those pits nice. were wild too. I oh, stayed the fuck man. away from that. I was like, no way, fuck these. Uh, Sweaty suburbanite kids that want to fucking throw <laughs> each other. I was like, I've caught many a foot in the head and a bottle and everything else. And so, you know, I, I've been there. I've thrown my share of, helped throw my share of dudes over me or whatever. Usually these guys are like 70, <laughs> 70, 90 pounds. You know what I mean? But sometimes you get some big fucker like Double A decides he wants to fucking crowd surf. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Nobody can, nobody can pick you up. You know what I mean? I don't even do that. And, well, not now. You know, I'm close pushing that 200 but back then i probably could have done it but uh yeah that's not that i saw i was really blown away that was a pretty cool show I it remember. was cool too because when i saw um slipknot they had just released a new album like the boys the one with the boys and so they played like all those great new songs too so you know what to be honest i might have seen them it might have been one of those vans tours that's what i was gonna say you probably saw them in the early days a lot of times i landed on free tickets it was like on a like it was uh because they, whatever fest they or some shit they stopped like around 03, 04, because that's when Corey started doing Stone Sour stuff. Mm. Uh, so it was probably like the early days of Slipknot that you saw. Stone Sour is still badass. <laughs> Spider-Man song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, man, uh, great stuff. Uh, that was in Austin. Uh, we went. And then the, the next stop was for the legendary King Diamond mm. in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Man, that bomb factory, 
is beautiful. That was a great fucking venue. Okay. Two layers, two layers of that venue. Oh. He sold out that whole spot. Uh, King Diamond. If, if How you many know, people you think in there? Uh, had to be a thousand. Okay. At least. Good. At least, good but sense. that venue is a great venue. Like I don't know why we San Antonio doesn't have a venue like that. That's We've always perfect. talked about San That's Antonio's lack of spot. great venue. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it's like it's one of those things. It was like it was a great price. I think it was only like fifty bucks. And you know, me and my brothers were like, "Why don't we go? Why don't we travel to go see just someone? you three? Right? Yeah. I mean, we took I took my wife and uh, Art took his wife too. Okay. But, but they didn't want to see the concert with us. But I mean, it was like, why, why not? We're fucking adults now. We can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. I'll drive. You know, that's <laughs> so, fun. That's so fun. I'll, I drove the whole four hours, um, and you know, it was. We got there, we ate, and we went straight to the concert. And man, it was now. Amazing. How is that venue? Are you in downtown Dallas, like near River for the convention? Downtown. Or? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. But that venue is great cm i mean that bomb factory like i said you have that whole bottom floor and then you got a top floor mm. too it's just amazing looking i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, post a picture of that so you guys can see that venue was amazing you're reminding me a lot of a venue that i saw i think i saw what's been my second time or maybe it was my second or first one. I saw Flogging Molly in Austin. Okay. I think it might even be called like the Willie Nelson or the Stevie Ray. Like that. Anyway, it's this great venue where like the top floor almost shoots out over the bottom floor. And the bottom floor is a slanted like slab. Is it? It's slanted. Yeah. And it is like if when you're on the top, you're like right over the band, like looking down at them. I can't remember what it's called, but there's like some statues outside of it. It's really neat. Is it? But it's a pretty cool venue. But we saw Flogging Molly there. And man, it was like, I was like, it didn't matter where you were because I think our tickets were on top or whatever. But wow, okay. So we were like right on top of them. Like it looked, I was like, wow, these are great. You know what I mean? But, uh, but I know when we were walking around on the bottom, I, it was just like all concrete, but it kind of sloped down. Mm. It was just like a slope. So that meant like if you were on the back of the slope, you're looking up yeah, over, yeah. which is great. I was like, it's oh, great. It's yeah. almost like stadium seating. You know what I mean? So yeah. A very smart design to that. But you know, that's awesome for you. So, uh, damn, I can't remember what that, what that venue was called. It's going to come to me. It might be like called like Stephen F. Austin. If you have that ticket, it probably will sell. Yeah. So. I probably got it. I got to go look for it. Whatever. But you know, that's a, that's a band that I've seen a couple of times. Flogging Molly, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Irish punk, if you want to call it that or whatever. I really love that genre of music and, uh, they're incredible both times. So, um, that's when that sticks out for me on, on that from going King Diamond to that. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, let's bring it back in a circle. So uh, speaking of it, I mentioned that I saw them multiple times. Double A, give me the bands you've seen multiple oh. times that you made a, an effort. Like, I got to see them again. This means that you, like you said, with guns, you probably don't need to see them because you saw, you heard all the songs you wanted to hear. But, but sometimes I would see them. But I mean, I don't, I don't need oh, yeah. to see them again. Trust me. <laughs> right. You know, because they played everything. But uh, Iron Man is the one I've seen the most, like six times. Okay. Uh, so that, that means, let's back up. Let's back up. That means Iron Maiden's coming. You're uh, going. I'm going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen Iron Maiden with you. We forgot about that. Yes. yes. Me, you, Alex, and, uh, no, no, you, uh, Alex took my spot on that one, but you, we did go see Iron Maiden on one of them, mm. uh, us two. So, uh, damn, so I, I might have seen Maiden twice? It might have been twice. might have been. might have been twice. Uh, Judas Priest, I've seen him like four times. Man, uh, nice. Motorhead, I've seen him twice. Man, man uh, I need to be in one of those. <laughs> the deal uh, version of Black Sabbath, I've seen twice. I've seen Fuck. Megadeth twice. I've seen Slayer twice. Now you're, when we talk about Deal, that's the one I can't see anymore. So. Yeah, and I saw Deal. Uh, his own band once. Damn. Uh, yeah. So I, I've seen some multiples. You know. So I had to kind of write them down, but um, and I wrote them in all weird order or whatever. But uh, musician by the name of Culture Wall, 
Um, sometimes he gets compared to Johnny Cash. He has a great voice. He's a young guy from Canada, but he does like almost like I would call it like I guess a version of what would you would you wouldn't call Johnny Cash country, but like uh, you know he can do that. I mean, at one time he was he was considered rock with mm-hmm. Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis mm-hmm. before they put him in the country category. Yeah. So, I know I've heard outlaw country. Maybe uh, I would say maybe culture walk would be considered like that, like outlaw country. Like what? Well, like uh, what's his name? Uh, with like Waylon Jennings and like yes, like that. And you, yeah. you're a big fan of the movie um, Hell in High Water, right? Yes, Hell in High yes. Water. Okay. I love that movie. You, culture yeah. Wall's music comes out in ah, there. Okay, yeah. Okay. So uh, you hear a little bit of culture wall there. Okay, I've seen him play twice. We we went to Austin to see him, me and my lady, uh, to the Willie Nelson Fest, or whatever. And he was like a before. He did a cover of the song Big Iron from Marty Robbins. If you know Marty Robbins, the uh, down in the West Texas <laughs> town of El Paso. Uh, but he does a song called Big Iron. It's great. It's about like a shootout in the middle of a town. Now that's like really your kind of music now, right? Like I, I, I really more, do get right? into that type of music. I, I like a lot of story in the song. And this, it's very laid out for you. There's I've noticed a lot that more and more as you're getting older. You're kind of liking that kind of music. Yeah, for sure. And so <clears> I saw Culture Wall uh, twice. After I saw him the first time, I said, no, nah, I wouldn't see him again because I was like, what I hear, I've never seen George Strait, but what I hear about George Strait is that he just stands in one place, uh, and plays a guitar, and he's very stiff. Not like Garth Brooks right here is wild. Where he has a mic. Yeah, and he's, and he's going on the zip line. Well, and you know, one of his big influences is – this man okay i didn't so, know that yeah so he loves the show because of kiss so he'll throw a show i've never seen tool or perfect circle but what do we know about maynard what do they say about same it? same thing my cousin tony's huge tool fan uh probably one of the biggest and he says they are fucking boring live he goes that maynard will just stand there and just i heard he almost kind of like hides like yeah. a little bit behind yeah, him so so I'm sure hearing the music of Tool is pretty damn cool live, but I mean, if you're looking for something, I guess that's like one of those concerts where you have to really get stoned and <laughs> to to really just enjoy the music, honestly. Because if you're trying to go there for like a, a visual, it sounds like you're not going to get it. I mean, guys, like you know, to, to me, part of it's this: it's called a show, and I'm going to get into a little bit because I have not just seen just rock acts and even what I call right now outlaw country or bluegrass i have seen quite a few rap shows believe it or not uh because i love hip-hop and rap music as well i know you're also a fan um yes i am uh so because i've been in your car with you and heard it and i'm like but uh so i'll get into that a little bit and i will say this i do think this 100 rappers have 100 in my opinion better music videos but i will say this Rockers have 100% better live shows, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, and I've seen some pretty cool rap shows because I saw Snoop Dogg live, and and he had like a guy dressed like a, in a puppet, like a puppet dick come out and a puppet joint. And I was like, man, I I'm not smoking, but I'm contact high up in this motherfucker because it was like everybody was smoking him in that bitch, <laughs> and it was a dope, fun show. Like it was pretty good. Snoop put on a show. He came out in the number one. He came out. Like almost an hour late, number uh, one, because we were at a bar across the street watching the playoffs. Spurs were in the playoffs. Oh, okay. And we were like, we got to head over to the venue. The game wasn't over. We got to head over because it's going to start. We got over there, and they they came out and said, Snoop's not coming out, so the game's over. Damn. So we're like, well, fuck, we would have stayed what watching the, the fucking game. But when he came out, he came out in a Ginobili jersey, and we were all like, wow, oh, we forgive you. <laughs> and it was really like, and this wasn't like the Snoop, he's a DJ show. I was like at a Snoop. Like fucking bow wow wow you be yo and it was pretty lit at uh 
shit, Double A, help me. It used to be, it was at one time Capone's, and then it was Rockbox. Oh, it's like now it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, it, it keeps naming. I think Rockbox is like the latest. Look, guys, if you're in San Antonio, it's in the downtown area. Yeah. There's an old spaghetti warehouse. It's in like the what they call the warehouse district down here. Yeah. Or whatever. It, they they keep changing names. the fucking names. Yeah. Uh, I saw Dropkick Murphys there for my most recent third nice. time, like nice. two years ago, and it was awesome. It's a it's a decent venue. It's yeah. They can't get the mid sized venue right no. here in San Antonio. That's like for a really small like at that place. It's not it's not a good venue for uh, a mid. A mid card act, you know, yeah. it's not, it yeah. really isn't. And guys, this has been a thing that's been said about San Antonio for years since back when I was like 20 years ago when I was in that fucking those college class and they were like, San Antonio needs a good mid sized venue. When we saw dancing, it wasn't that great at Graham because those big pillars were, it was a club, it was a club and yeah. it wasn't like good for. You know, you you want a place like we said, the place you mentioned in Dallas, the place I mentioned in Austin, where it's like there's no bad seats. Yeah, that's like, what a good um, mid-sized venue should be. Even like know? White Rabbit, White Rabbit sucked balls. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I, I saw shows there not that long ago. I did it's too, but balls. it was it's small. That fucking place is small. And, and yes, you could say it depends who's playing and if you're gonna get close. And yeah, because I saw a guy I love, Amigo the Devil, there at now it's Paper, Paper Tiger. Tiger. Uh, we got right up to the front and it was fine, but it wasn't like no, there was not, there wasn't. No, yeah, maybe a no. hundred people there, yeah. if that. You know what I mean? And and he's great, and he's really great. And again, they've got a they've got a book to their audience in their region because mm -hmm. hey, Misfits sold out in New York, but Misfits probably ain't gonna sell out San Antonio. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So MSG, I don't know, I don't know, but you know, it just it just it's just different. You know what I mean? Like I said, the same thing with like you know anything comedy. George Lopez sold out AT and T Center here, but he might not sell out. In somewhere somewhere up north, up north, maybe somewhere yeah. down south, you know. Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, one of the most popular comedians of all time, comes to San Antonio. He knows he's not going to sell at the ATC Center. He plays the, the Majestic. Okay. Yeah, I saw Majestic. the Majestic. Yeah, Majestic, and, and he did, I think, sell that one out. Uh, which you know is a isn't a it's it's a theater. It's a, good venue. It's a, it's a theater, nice looking venue. You know I mean, yeah, it looks definitely looks nice. Yeah, but um, anywho, so yeah, so Culture Wall, I seen him twice because even though I said I wouldn't see him, even though he's very. Very rigid, great, powerful voice. And um, the songs are good, storytelling. But it's you don't really need to see it live. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if you miss and, – and I said that, but then when he came to, to uh, Floor's Country Store uh, here in Holotus, I said, oh, I got to go see him again because I like his song so much. And I went and supported him. And it was good. But, again, he was very, you know, stiff and rigid and just played the music. But but the voice so like it's like a booming voice like it's like a Johnny Cash you know like I get why he gets the comparisons but without the you know the animation uh, but great musician it was really awesome those venues are small um, well not that one in Austin we were at like fucking some type of like soccer field or some shit like it was like pretty wild because Willie was the headliner and then that sucks too because we left before Willie went on because let me tell you about this oh. Double A it was so hot. Mm -hmm. So yeah. hot. It was yeah. in July. It was the Willie's 4th of July thing picnic at Austin. They had these giant tanks everywhere of water. And you could just, people were just drenching themselves. And you could bring in, Ugh. you could even bring in like a gallon, whatever you could fit in one mm -hmm. gallon baggie, mm -hmm. you could bring it in snacks or whatever, water. So me and uh, my lady both brought that in. Um, but you go through that so quick. And it was incredible. And HEB was there. They gave out free red handkerchiefs. But they were like, they had just, I guess, got them. Ugh. So the dye was still there. So people had them around there. The dye was running onto your clothes. Ugh. But, man, it was it was, it was was brutal. Like, we felt 
brutalized after yeah. just that one yeah. set. I know what you, you know mean. What I mean? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't get to see Willie, and I know he's aging, and I, I will probably live to regret that I didn't see him. But it, man, it was uh, it was awful, awful heat. But double A, what do you got next for me? Uh, here, here's my next question I have written out here. All right. Um, multiple times. Um, okay, so we already had, you answered. Who have you seen multiple times? Who have you seen the most? You said Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I don't know if we're quite there yet. I'm going to save this one. Okay. Let me go to this one. Your favorite show and why? Okay. Uh, my favorite show is uh, my first one that I ever went to. Wow. It was because uh, it was just a great card. It was uh, Motorhead, Dio, and Iron Maiden. Fuck, that's awesome. So Motorhead, I'm... Obviously, a big who's fan. opening that shit? Motorhead. Wow, and fucking wow! Still the loudest band I've ever heard. Motorhead. That's badass. Uh, it was at Verizon. Uh, Dio came out, and man, oh man, um, all of San Antonio came out for him. You know, Holy Diver, Rainbow in the Dark. I mean, man, people were singing. People were loud, loud for Dio. It was fucking nuts. I think they were louder for him than they were for Iron Maiden. I was like, whoo. So let me ask you something. A lot of complaints people don't like about outdoor places is that the sound dissipates. It breaks up because there's no, no roof. No. And when there's a roof, the sound kind of it, yeah. it's bouncing off the yeah, walls. Bounce off. Do you feel? No. No. Because no. you still said they're the loudest yeah. motorhead. Yeah. Motorhead was fucking loud. It clogged up my ears bad. Real bad. <laughs> right on. Yeah, fucking Lemmy blew out just my fucking ears. They yeah. played the hits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sucks, let, let me, let me knew, yeah, oh, let yeah. me knew what to do. Yes, man. You already know. I, I, you know, and that's another one on your list, man. I, I won't ever get to yeah. see, man. You yeah, know, I was lucky enough to man. see him twice, so. Dude, I would love to have seen Motorhead. Mm-hmm. would love to have seen Dio. And, yeah, that's another one Fuck, that kind of man. sucks, too. It's like, man, you know, he's gone, too. But I was lucky enough to see the Dio band and... Man, uh, after that, I became a huge Dio fan. I started buying the Rainbow albums, the Black Sabbath albums, the Dio albums. I was just blown away. And then Iron Maiden came. They had just got back with Bruce back in like 2000, 2001. They had just got back. Yeah, they had just got back with them. So they were kind of building momentum up again to where they're right at top. Like them and Metallica are always like butting heads. I forget about their famed uh, Ripper Owens. Lead singer uh-huh. thing, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, man, they kicked ass that night. Um, okay, so who killed it that night? Deal. Who sold the show? Deal. Deal. The mid, the mid card match. So Deal. They, the people were just so much louder for Deal. And how did he look, man? Did he look? Oh, he looked great. good. Yeah, this yeah. was back in two thousand three. So. That's awesome, man. Damn, yeah, man, that makes me it. jealous, man. That's fucking really cool. He fucking killed it, man. And like, like I said, I I became a just a Deal disciple. <laughs> yeah, right there right know? on right on uh so yeah that for me was just wow you know it blew me away okay so that answered my question favorite show and why but i would say the why was because it blew you away but man all the show you've seen since you think back to that one that's yeah, very yeah i still remember that one so i have a couple and i kind of put little stars with them because i pretty much wrote myself guys a list of like the live shows i've seen and and uh you know uh live acts i've seen and some of them we talked about this they were like they played before somebody else whatever but uh the one of the first ones i have here with the stars i mentioned him earlier some of paper talker amigo the devil if you've never heard him uh one guy guitar 
big guy. Uh, I went and saw him with my girl and my uh, sister, uh, which they're two of my now favorite people to go to shows with. Uh, they're just so uh, they fall in love quick with the musicians, and uh, that's fun. You know what I mean? So, um, they loved it, which made me love it because I was like, they didn't really know what I was getting them into, and I was like, <laughs> I promise you, this guy. And man, some of his music is just so it's dark and it can be kind of depressing or whatever. Uh, but man, he's just so passionate. He's up there just all by himself, no band. It's just like, you know, the voice that's like so big uh, that you're like, damn, man, like I'm like, I'm like moved again. It's a small crowd. You know what I mean? Um, what's also cool about that show is that before that, we saw this band called Twin Temple and they were like this, like, uh, like a upside down cross and like reverse uh, the way they dressed was weird. Um, but like was, metal? Uh, no, it was all like 1950s surf music, but it was all about Satan. All right. It was all about like, one of them is called like Satan is my lover. You know what I mean? And all this. And it was really neat oh, because shit. on their merch stand, they had these pamphlets that says, have you heard about our, lo our Lord and savior Satan? <laughs> I just thought it was like a funny gimmick or whatever. Oh, like that man. was their whole thing yeah. or whatever, you know, I, I, you know, that's not my personal beliefs. And if that is your personal beliefs, hey, more power to you. But it was just uh, yeah, interesting, yeah. you know? You well, know, it's a gimmick, right? No, I know. Like, one of my favorite bands, if, you, if you've been in a Friday Night Faithful, uh, I always post up, like, Venom. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a saint worshiper, but that's, like, right. their whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're considered the fathers of black metal. Uh, but, I mean, man, they're just really good music. So. It doesn't change that the music is good. So that's, yeah, that's what I you're there for. Shit, yeah, you know? me neither. I'm like, hey, if somebody might really love that, that's fine. You know what I mean? You know, I'd rather have you believe in something than believe in nothing at yeah, all. So, yeah. Um, but um, another one I marked here is the Dead South. I've mentioned them before on this show. I've worn this shirt on their my their shirt on my show. They're more like a bluegrass ish, like almost country, if you want to say. And they did a really great show over at Five O Two Bar. Um, it's a bar, you know what I mean? Again, it might have been a hundred people or whatever, but man, uh, again, no drums, banjo. Uh, mandolin and like uh one guitar and they just really built it out it was so much fun we got to hang with them afterwards drink beer nice. with them it Very was nice. really cool yeah the lead singer nate i mean he's chugging whiskey the jameson out of the bottle on Ooh. stage and then just like they get this piece of wood out double a and they're doing these stomp moves on it you know what i mean yeah. and it's just uh it's killer man the nice. music is so great it's like you know Drinking music, bar me. I played some of it for you, some okay. of the, for okay. you and your brother. Okay. Uh, you know the uh, uh, I just want whiskey and dirty whores type lyric. You know what I mean? Like it's just like crazy ass music. He's got one all about sitting on the shitter. You know what I mean? And <laughs> doing a chew, doing a dip. You know what I mean? It's it's fucking wild, but it's it's good. It's just good fun music. Um, Mumford and Sons. I've mentioned oh, this show yeah. before as well. Uh, I actually saw them at. That's when I was my first time at Austin 360, the amphitheater. Oh, it was really wonderful. Right. Great crowd. They were amazing. That's just me and yeah, my lady. I think they did some work on that uh, Inside Luella Davis. Really? Which I like. I oh, like that movie I haven't a lot. Seen, I've been wanting I like to see that. I, I, I hear a lot of good things about it. Stephen of the old Booze Cast is a big fan of that oh, movie. Okay. So. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, Mumford and Sons, they killed it there. I, I I love that. Just me and my lady, one of our early nice. dates, Very that nice. show. And again, I, I found one of my favorite songs there, what I would consider our song, uh, which they covered. You know, I'm on fire from the boss, but they did a great cover of it there too. Uh, last show I want to mention real quick because they're super special to me. Uh, unfortunately, one of them, I had the Metallica girl with me again or whatever. It's, there are already three shows I mentioned. Uh -oh. But at Green Day, but it didn't matter. Oh, Green it Day. It didn't okay. matter because, man, 
Billy Joe Armstrong. What no, what year was this? Real quick. Oh man. It was in twenty seventeen, was it? Mm, that seems too recent. Okay, okay. It was before that. Because I was supposed to go to that. The the it was almost gonna be like a few days after Guns N' Roses yeah. concert. I was yeah. almost gonna go see them. Okay. It was definitely before that because American Idiot, maybe? Me, yeah, me and Jess got together in twenty twelve. So it was before that because it was so might have been yeah, it might have been like 2010, maybe something. Ah, like okay, that. Like, okay, okay. You know, but or oh, maybe oh nine. Anyway, okay. <sighs> these guys are amazing mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you say. He brought a kid on oh, the stage. He, awesome. he was like, "Do you know this song?" Yeah. He let him. He gave him his guitar. Yeah. The kid played the fucking song. Yeah. He had these costumes. He was marching around on stage like Billy Joe's confetti at the end, like, and it's Green Day confetti. Like I saved some. I still have oh, it. Nice. It was like Green Day confetti. I was like, "What the fuck? This damn their old goddamn confetti!" Like, what the heck? They were just incredible. The energy. Everybody was vibing. Um. I think it was at AT&T. At AT&T. It had to have been. At and that time, yeah. I wanted to go been. to the next one. The next time they came might have been the one you're mentioning. And Probably. it was so expensive. Yeah. Like, I was like, fuck, yeah. I can't afford it now. Um, but, man, did they put on a great show. And then this one, I know it was before 2013 because it was before my nephew was born because we didn't know at the time my sister was pregnant. It was me and my sister. We went to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, at the AT&T Center. And man, say what you will, jokes aside about them, this was one of the greatest shows I've ever been jokes at. Jokes about them. Well, there's a lot of people like, oh, do you like the California band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I really? see that on shows and stuff. Yeah, Holy just like, shit. I guess like they're kind of like a, wow. I don't know. I've like never heard that before. Yeah. I just, they're like rock royalty now. Man, I mean, or funk, if you want to call them funk, because they Not are anymore. very funk. Very Not funk anymore. No. Guys, this show, the entire audience yeah. seemed to be vibing in yeah. sync. I mean, I'm not ashamed to say this. You guys know I'm not ashamed to say this. There were songs where I was like, I was just like, I was like jamming, I'm jamming, jamming. And I'm like, I'm like, tears are coming out of my eyes. I was like, holy shit, why am I freaking out or whatever? You know, like I was like, I was like, just everybody was grooving, singing all the words like you said. And that is an incredible experience. And we would find out later that at that time, my sister was already pregnant. She didn't know it. we were drinking beer. Sorry. But you know, we didn't know. Yeah, and then no. she was no. she, she found out she was uh pregnant. But it was like, man, like she always remembers that we were at that show together. And I think she might have been feeling the same way. Like, you know, like we were like, damn man, like it was just like this amazing energy in the in the building that was in everybody, and they were so damn great. Yeah, they were so damn great. Was John with them still? Uh I don't think so. Probably not. I think okay. it was already okay. gone. Yeah. I think it was guys, we're right up on that next break. Um, I want to let double A get some of his big ones in. Uh, so let us take this quick break. We'll be right back. If you're joining us on the live, you know that we're not going anywhere. I always say that. Uh, so it sounds repetitive, but I'm sorry. Uh, but if you're listening to the audio, you're gonna hear a quick blip quicker than Thanos, and we'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out, guys. So that was a quick little break. And man, boy, please go to youtube.com, search just another Friday night. Hit subscribe and hear all that you missed in the break, guys, that are on our audio. Because, man, we love that you're here and you hear this audio person all talking about the topic of the night. But, guys, there's such a great conversation going on in the live, and we understand you can't be there all the time. But, man, uh, you guys, the Friday Nighters, the Friday Night Faithful, have such wonderful input, and you create such great conversations yeah. with great yeah. comments that we just love hanging out and talking with you guys about that. So if you're just joining us, um, you're late, but we were late. We had computer issues, but we're here. <laughs> we're drinking beer. We're having a great Friday. I'm having a great time, Double yeah, yeah. right now. And so we're, we're talking here. about uh, mine and Double A's personal 
concert going experiences and at the same time during the breaks we're hearing about all your concert going experiences we're we've been in a time now almost a year plus now almost yeah. it feels yeah. like well maybe not maybe a year it's been a year since march a year without concerts guys yeah. without gathering without hearing live yep. music the way we love it and know yeah. it if you are a live music fan or a music fan um even if you're just a fan of just watching or listening to live music you haven't really heard any new live music because no one's been out my but, last concert was november of 2019 so that was my last concert man I, i'm sure mine was probably back then too i can't even remember the last show that i yeah, saw so that's but uh but double a um let's run down on our way out and then we're going to okay. just hang with the friday right. night faithful all the friday nighters and talk music let's run down some of the other shows you've seen you loved okay. you liked didn't like you know awesome. i've got a list i don't see you have a list you normally have yep. notes but i know your brain's like a steel fucking trap so it doesn't really matter so double a go ahead give me what you got we can okay. kind of go we'll go so we'll, one of my all personal favorites social distortion they came uh man they're another band it's like really my only punk band i've got to see um like a real real punk band and man mike ness just brought it uh brought it big time uh i have like about two shirts from that concert <laughs> you know social distortion if, if you guys have seen if you guys have heard are one of my favorite bands uh i've gone on record he's my favorite lyricist so to actually finally see the dude finally see the band it was like golly finally I think I know this night pretty well. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. a kind of a cool story. It, it, it's a cool story, but to me, a little bit of a sad story. Yeah. So we, I didn't like it either. Yeah. We, we there were. This is the way it went. They're on the same night that Social D was here. It was around my here. birthday. So CM yeah, has got me this really cool ticket. To see Eddie Vedder uh, by himself, though, it yeah. wasn't with Pearl Jam. And he was going to play songs from like his solo album yeah. and his solo stuff. Because he has a couple of solo albums. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I was really a big fan at the time of the one he did. It was called like the U- ukulele songs. That's what I think it was called. And he played yes, a lot there of the you ukulele. Go. There you go. Really yeah. beautiful. It's really slow. It's really melodic. He played at the Lila Cockrell Theater. It's part of the Henry B. Convention Center downtown. Small venue, intimate. Um, I was expecting a lot. Um, you know, and it, and it was great. It was a really, really good show. But I'm really glad that you went to see Social D because I know how much they mean to yeah, you now. That's a lot. Of, and, and, yeah. and don't get me wrong. I would love to see them again, and I would love to see them with you. They were one of the bands I know you've seen, but you really didn't pay attention right. to when you went. When I went to yeah. Plano for uh, whatever fest it was that Friday Night or Albert took me and uh, Imitation Adam and uh, and my sister to, uh, I got to see them there uh, before Weezer, actually. It was them, then Weezer, and then Jane's Addiction. And we didn't even stay for Jane's Addiction because we did the whole festival. Yeah. From 11 a.m. to it was going to go, if Damn. you would have stayed for Jane's Addiction, till 11 p.m. And we were dying in Plano on the soccer field, whatever the Dallas football club or whatever it is plays. It was brutal. We got to see Flogging Molly. We got to see uh, uh, Sick Puppies. We got to see, uh, shit, what's the band that sings uh, uh, Neon Trees? Uh, that was my, I think that was my first time seeing Flogging Molly. But we got to see Weezer, and Weezer was fucking amazing, man. And yes, I got to see Social D. They looked rad. Mike Ness is out there with the white shirt and the mm-hmm. suspenders. Yeah. But I wasn't in love yet, so I didn't really pay attention. But 
boy, what what a miss for me because this guy got me with their Live at the Roxy album. Oh, yeah. What yeah. a fucking yeah. band, man. Social Distortion. I would love the next time they come, man, yeah, we got to yeah. go to that together. I'm, I'm there, yeah. dude. I'm there. But yeah, on this particular night, it was really weird because it was both. Yeah, it they was were both. both playing on the same day. And, and I was I, like, oh, it was no hard feelings. I was like, hey, man, do your thing. I think I ended up taking Jess. Yeah, you did. And I was yes. there with Albert, too, or somebody else was no. there. I felt like it might have just been us. But I thought Eddie was still great. Oh, I mean, trust that, me. that I gorgeous voice. Seen that show. Yeah. Man, that gorgeous voice. And and to me at the time, it was like, this is the closest I'm going to get to Pearl Jam, which we've we've said this before. Yeah. Long before we had a show, we said, we will see Pearl Jam together. Yeah. That is on our to do list. We will see Pearl Wait, Jam. Those fuckers haven't came since like 03. Yeah. Just saying, totally are, are, are we willing to venture out? But see, that's the thing, though. It's like when they do come to Austin, it's, it's for that, that festival. festival. I know. Okay? I'm like, God, we're getting a little too old for festivals. Well, not just that, but it's those festivals that we're not really into, you know? It's like, fuck, you know? (laughs) So so it's rough. That's what kind of sucks. Okay. You ran me down to a couple others. Yeah. So I want to say that one of the most surprising that I was actually like really like surprised with how good it was, was Marilyn Manson. Mm -hmm. I was really surprised. and, And he was opening up for Smashing Pumpkins. So that was like another kind of like weird kind of like twosome, but it's weird that he even opened up for Smashing Pumpkins. But I would I would tell anyone that if you even remotely like some of his songs, go check Marilyn Manson out. His fucking stage show is awesome. And that night he played the greatest hits. Yeah. And that was great. If you like it, Sweet it, Dreams, if, if you like Beautiful People, mm-hmm. if you like any of those other songs. You think he's going to tour still? By the heat? I don't know with all the heat, but man, uh, what a great fucking concert that was. That blew me away big time. And Smashing Pumpkins were good too. I think that. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins were actually really good. And now we're, they were playing like a greatest hits uh, set too. So that was. That makes even me sad. Better. They're on my list. Really? I would, I would love oh, to wow. see that. I love them. So much. My favorite wow. songs from there are like, uh, like thirty three. Like some of their like yeah. kind of more off ones. Yeah. Like I love those songs. But man, that man. night it was just like a greatest hits night for both bands, and it was amazing. Another one that I was like really surprised about with how good it was was uh Hall and Oates. I was really surprised how good. Where'd they you were see Hall and Oates at? At AT and T. I would love to see if, Hall and fucking Oates. Man. So okay, you hear Hall and Oates on the radio, right? You hear all the bullshit like studio. If you actually hear them, man, they're a great fucking blues band, like jazz band. When you take away all those like special effects, they're just a really hardcore fucking jam band, man. One of them has a TikTok. I don't know if it's Hall or if it's Oates, whatever. But man, it's fucking badass, it? dude. Yeah, like I'm like, man, this guy has a great voice. I was blown away by how good Hall and Oates were. I was who, like, who, wow. Who, who was that? Tears for Fears were the opener. Oh, what? Which was what a great show, right? And uh, which you know, John and Roxanne were there too. Two of our Friday night members, they were there somewhere too. On that did they night. see Hall and Oates too? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I would love to be yeah. at that show. Oh man, that were they were both amazing. I was like, like Tears for Fears. The first song they started off was uh, uh everybody wants to Everybody the world. Yeah, that was the first song. And, bring them in, just bring them in yeah. quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, and but man, Holly Notes killed it. They were amazing. I was oh, really great, surprised man. how good they were, dude. Uh, that is so great. <laughs> 
I, uh, I, I love, I love, I would love to go see all the notes. I mean, that's, <laughs> I have no, there's no whatever about that. It's just, they're badass. So I mean, that's um, what I'm saying. Another great band I got to see when <laughs> supposedly they were retiring back in 2011, no, 2010. And they're still going today. <laughs> uh, is Scorpions. I got oh, to see right. the Scorpions oh. in 2010. I'd love to see Scorpions. That was man. fucking amazing. That was like another one of those nights where they just played uh, all their greatest hits, all of them. And it was hey, an amazing hey, you know show. What? Don't look, <clears throat> why play new material when you've got just a volume and that's of the hits? Thing. It was great. It. It's and, like easy, easy money. <laughs> and the band that opened up for him that Jason said was uh, Rat. I got to see Rat. No shit, yeah. man. Uh, they played, you know, Round and Round. And then they even played the Point Break song, man. Dude, nice. You remember that? At no, the I end? remember that one. At the very end when Keanu Reeves lets Bodie go. That song at oh, the very end. That's right. Yes, that's I don't think rad. I ever knew it was then. Yeah, that's right. Dude, so, that's fucking great. So that was that's fucking great. cool. Uh a little cool story about one of the Iron Maiden tours I saw. Uh Drink Theater was opening up for him. If any of you know Drink Theater, Mike Portnoy is like one of the all-time greatest drummers ever. Tony was with us that night, mm-hmm. and he knows Rob Halford's drummer. Rob Halford has a solo band just called Halford. Oh. And he knows the the drummer, which is another equally famous drummer. Yeah, uh, he got Tony backstage, and he Tony asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, "Yeah, shit, to meet Mike Portnoy." Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And so you I don't went, not say no. Yeah, I went with them. I met Mike Portnoy. I met Bobby, who's a San Antonio legend. He's he's like the badass drummer. If you look him up, Bobby Jarbaski. I have his right there. You see that? Okay. 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 We're looking at a. Uh, is it a drum top? Yeah, a drum a top. A drum top. Okay. Yeah. Uh, legendary drummer in his own right. Okay. I got a picture of both of them. So oh, that's fucking man. cool. And then Bobby sweet. wasn't gonna stay the whole night, so he gave me and Tony his tickets. Oh. So me and Tony moved up a little bit more to see the rest <clears throat> of the Iron Maiden concert. So wow, that was pretty man. fucking. That's cool. pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. So thank you, Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friday night or Tony, man. Oh. That's fucking awesome. Uh, some venues I've got to see, uh, you know, I've been to Sunset Station like two times. No, three times. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to see Mudvayne. Uh, it was cool because they had the makeup on still. Oh, right. So on. that was pretty cool. Yeah. I and think I, I've seen them once too. And they had like, they did the bullet hole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw them just once. And I went with uh, Adam, uh, our friend yeah, Adam friend, on that yeah, one. Friend. And then uh, I saw Seether and I can't remember who I went with on Seether. Uh, cause I, I'm a, I'm a huge, it might've been, Cedar. it might've been, we call him imitation Adam. And it might've been also Adam too. because he was a big Cedar fan at one time. Too. And but you know, funny. they used to always play the, uh, oyster bake. Yeah. So they yeah. would, I would get, I would see a lot of those bands there. At well, it was bake. funny though, that my ticket says, uh, Cedar and Chevelle. I don't remember Chevelle whatsoever. <laughs> so, so I was like, it must've been, you must've been an oyster bake, man, because Chevelle, no, 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 this is sunset. Oh, it was? Okay. Yes, it was Sunset. Because Chevelle plays Oyster Bake like, I know, it was all weird. the time. It was weird. I mean? Yeah. And then uh, I saw Danzig uh, at Sunset, too. So you seen him twice? I got to see Danzig twice. No shit. And that was after Circle of Snakes album. Uh, so that was really cool. Now, the only thing that sucks, though, is that if, every, if any of you have ever seen Danzig live, he fucking sucks live. Uh, <laughs> he does this thing like where he holds the mic right here. And before he finishes, he kind of pulls the mic away. So if you ever hear a live album, if you ever see it, he fucking pulls the <laughs> mic away big, like a lot, and it's fucking frustrating. It's like, is that like a maybe he's doing it for like the effect, the way it looks? I think so, man. Like but 
if you hear a live album from Danzig, it sounds horrible. It really <laughs> does. And it's not that he doesn't have the voice for it. He has the voice for it. It's just he pulls the mic away every fucking time. Danzig's the kind of guy that would do a lot of visual bits in a pot and an audio podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, man, you know, uh, that was cool. Uh, let me see. Who are some other ones? Uh, Scorpions. I got to see them. Yeah. Clean dry. I, you know, I went with uh, Friday Night members Mario Yelly. Uh, to go see Jeff Tate, the original lead singer of Queens Right, nice. to perform the whole Operation Mindcrime album. Damn, that's bad. Yeah, that was yeah, really cool, cool at the Aztec Theater. So that was pretty cool. That place is pretty nice. That's not a bad spot. The Aztec uh, Theater. The Aztec. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I forget who I've spot. seen at the Aztec. A couple of people. I've, I think I have it written on here that I've seen at the Aztec. But yeah, I, I've seen some acts at the Aztec, and that is a pretty good venue. For sure. Uh, another one I want to mention because I told you how I, you know, the first time I saw Slayer, I, I didn't think too much of them. Mm -hmm. Well, they came back again where they were the headliners. Anthrax opened up for them. Then it was Megadeth. And then it was Slayer. And Slayer killed it this time as headliners. They played their whole uh, Seasons of the Ab Seasons in the Abyss album, which is considered by many to be like one of the best Slayer albums. While. Megadeth played their whole Rest in Peace, which is considered their best album. Okay. Uh, but and then seeing Anthrax, it was like three out of the big four of Thrash, but you know, yeah, you know the big four of yeah, Thrash. The big four, right? right yeah. Okay, so Metallica, I saw Megadeth. And then those three, it was okay. Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. So, so so double let me ask you, when they play like that whole album, do they play any other hits or they just play? Yeah, they do. Yes. Okay, okay, yes. they still play. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's badass. That's uh, very badass. Rush. That's another band I kind of remember. <sighs> I've seen him twice. Damn, man. That's a, uh, that's a yeah, list. And, and you're talking about like a almost three-hour like concert, and it's just them. Mm -hmm. They never bring any openers. It was just them at that time. Fuck. That's so fucking cool. They played on the second time I saw them, they played their Moving Pictures album, which is like one of their highest-selling albums. It's like four times platinum. Amazing. Just amazing stuff that they do. So Rush another band that is never going to be around again yeah double a you definitely got some on there that people are never going to see again uh i'm going to run down a quick little bit of my list um one that i have on here earlier gabe asked maybe some of the might not think of but uh the mars volta uh, oh yeah, yeah i learned about uh you know um them from again like my time at, at hot topic and and i got into at the drive-in uh because of my great friend melissa and and uh and jennifer uh and then they split up and those guys are from texas and then they got the mars volta and when they played at uh it might have been municipal at the time it was still municipal we saw them there uh me and jen and it was really uh really cool they were really great they're amazingly talented and very eclectic and like just weird and out there and that music is amazing gets you pumped up excuse me um dropkick murphy's i've seen them three times that's awesome um i love them that's i love awesome. a lot of their music i've seen them every time with my sister i think twice at sunset and then the most recent time was at that whatever it's called now capones or sa rock oh, box yeah, or whatever rock it is box. Uh, and they were rad there. Uh, my girlfriend got super drunk. She blew up and, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, wow. Yeah. I remember that um, I had to run back in for something. So I ran back in and I ran back out. And I was walking out with my sister. And I saw this girl with a great ass, like bent over, throwing <laughs> up. And then I was like, hey, sis, look at this one right here. And I pat her on the back. I was like, it'll be all right, honey. And then it was my oh, girlfriend. Shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
Hey, that's also awesome, like, though, right? Yeah, awesome. I guess it was pretty awesome. And I was like, oh, she's all fucking trash. Yeah, you're like, hey, great ass, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I was like, oh, you're, you're still checking her out. Yeah, I'm still know. checking her out. But I was like, oh, now I'm with a drunk girl. So yeah, but she had a okay. blast, obviously. Yeah, and the Friday nighter uh, Aaron B was there with us. It was cool. We all got super uh, awesome. trash. Um, My Chemical Romance. I've seen them twice. It's another one that people might not think of that I I uh, like. I like them a lot. My sister's a huge fan, so I like them because she likes them, and she got me into liking them. We saw them twice. I think both times at sunset. Um, one of the times before they opened. Uh, the opener was Muse, which a lot of people love Muse. Oh, yeah. I didn't love Muse. Muse at the time. Yeah. So I saw the set, didn't appreciate the set. And then afterwards, wished I would have, after I got into Muse, wished I would have, because, man, are they fucking talented. They're so great. Jay-Z talks about how much he wow, likes really? Muse. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, the band 10 Years. Uh, at one time, I felt like they were on the radio a lot. I saw they, they 10 were years. at one point. Yeah, I saw Ten Years so many times. They're from Tennessee. I saw them so I met the lead singer Jesse so many times. He signed a jacket of mine. Uh, I stopped liking them as much because <laughs> uh, the Metallica girl ended up banging the brother. Yeah, I remember. And then I was like, I oh remember. man, fuck that or whatever. So I you know, but whatever. You know, more power to her. Good for her. You know what I mean? No, so, but Ten Years for a while were on the radio. And they, uh, they, they had that. Uh, like that that you're beautiful beautiful you yeah are. their their album the autumn effect is really really good they're still a really good band i don't know where they are now Gosh. i, I stopped keeping up with kiss them. well yeah. kiss stopped playing them completely because yeah. they they used to play another one of your bands uh the one that you know that bad bad girlfriend oh know? oh oh uh oh uh, shit yes I they know used to play about. theory of a, a dead man yes theory, theory of a dead, dead man they used yeah. to play them a lot and they stopped doing it yeah so. a lot of those bands i got to because my ex-girlfriend was really into them and they were really good to like all american rejects they were so good yeah i got them on here too i'm gonna get into a couple of hip-hop ones i have seen jay-z perform live how was that uh, how was that seeing a major heavyweight I have him on the list of kind of what I was really excited for, but then kind of let down okay. only because I didn't realize that like that show translates better, like in a small mm. venue. It, we, we saw him at at and Okay. You're so far away. It's just him. Really? You can hardly see, you know, he's trying to put on a show, but you know, hip hop music is different. It's so visceral that you almost like need to be up close. So, I the, it was what made me think is I was like this guy has some of the greatest videos yeah. I've ever seen. Period. The Big Pimpin video is just beyond. But but um, you know live it was a little bit of a mm. letdown because it okay. sounds very much like the album. You know what I mean? Okay. I was like, eh, okay. All right. But it was cool to see him live. Uh, not that I was with my lady and it was cool. I wore my Yankees hat. It was all <laughs> it was all good. Um, Snoop, y'all heard me talk about my Snoop experience. I've also seen Chameleon Air. Uh, he was great, played the hits. He was before I saw Three Six Mafia, then I saw them. They were good. Um, I mean, nothing like overly, you know, like wild or whatever. Oh, Three Six Mafia, they threw money out. They like threw like money out to like the first couple. The way Ozzy threw out yeah, buckets yeah. of water, they threw out money, but it was in the first couple of, you know, how as far as the money could go and the people were acting crazy. So I was glad I wasn't that close. I saw T.I. Really? Right before, I was he. he was good. He was really good. It was right before he went to jail. So it was like he was about to go away. So it was like. Before he did, Ant-Man? Yeah, uh, yeah before <laughs> Ant-Man. It was definitely before Ant-Man. He did a really great job. I did enjoy it. Uh, my cool story with like how you said you got to meet. Um, was it from Jesus Priest? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Breaking Benjamin, uh, when I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time, she had a friend that was a photographer. We saw Breaking Benjamin, and it's funny because Friday Night or Albert is a huge Breaking Benjamin yeah, he fan. Is. He God, loves man. Breaking Benjamin. So when I was with I uh, can't stand that song. <laughs> That Diary of Jane. Diary of Jane. I, I actually like that one a lot. I know you do, but... Yeah. When I was at my ex, uh, she had a friend that was a photographer. She didn't know this because she had a huge crush on Ben. And she this, we didn't know this was going to happen. We were just hanging out. We saw the show. They were great. Um, the friend was like, come back here. And we got to go like to the bus. Like We got on the bus. We were on their bus. Oh, I, wow. I drank their Coors Light. Uh, the one guy, I think he was the drummer or the guitarist, or he was a fucking dick. Aww. He was such a dick. I kind of felt like he was looking at my chick, and I was like, you know what, whatever. Nah. But I got to meet Ben, and he's a big, tall fucker. Like, really? he's big, yeah. And his girlfriend was like shorter than me. So it was like one of those like really big guys, yeah, really yeah. little chick. And, uh, he had this, and I was so calm around him because at that time I was not, and even now I'm not like a hugest fan of them. Like I like their songs, but I wasn't going to geek out. So I was cool. My my then girlfriend was like frozen, like you know. But I was like, oh blah blah, like talking to him, whatever. And everyone was like, oh, you're just talking to him. <laughs> but he had this really rad tattoo on his calf of Superman. He has oh. a big like calf length Superman tattoo. And I was like, dude, your fucking Superman tattoo is badass. And he was like, oh yeah. And, and then we were like, are y'all going to drink and party? And they're like, no, we're going to go to bed. We go to bed early. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So then that was yeah. that for them. But that was my cool, like, you know, kind of behind yeah, the thing. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a kind of funny story about 30 Seconds to Mars. I'm going to bring it up only because I saw 30 Seconds to Mars, you know, Jerry Leto. They oh, were, Jerry. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, awesome. Yeah. He was signing autographs. I was in the line. Oh, no. And Friday Nighter, Crystal S, Miss Crystal Sanchez, her cat got run over that night. Oh, We're no. like five people away. Oh. She freaks out. I get out of line to be a consoling friend because we worked together at the time at Hot Topic. And we did not meet Jared oh, Lido. So, Crystal. Fight Club, man. So, fight Crystal, club. you don't get a free t-shirt. You Damn, have to buy uh, your t-shirt. And club. I did not meet Jared Leto because of you, because your cat Buttons or Mittens or whatever the fuck his name was. Sam, ran uh, real quick. Were you with uh, my brother to see Anvil? Yes. And did I you saw get to Anvil. meet them, right? Yes, we right? hung out Steve with them. And yeah. Rob? yeah. Okay, cool, yes, cool, we did. Cool. That was I fucking forgot cool. about that, man. Anvil, the story of Anvil, guys. <laughs> yeah. Watch that documentary, man. Uh, metal on Metal. That yeah. was a great fucking show. Yeah. That was yeah. at that same place, a little, yeah. a little whatever weird Rock venue it is. Rock Rock. Yeah. It's like it's horrible. Yeah, it is. It's, it's horrible. It is. It's not a good venue for music. There's so many pillars and shit in the way. But uh, yeah, you know who I saw, who I wasn't into when I saw them in the full band. Oh, no. Oh. Pantera. Oh, when? When was that? I was with uh, old Friday Nighter Tabitha. Uh huh. That far back, so okay. this is like almost twenty years. Someone got tickets. They had two extra tickets. They gave us the tickets. We were at. I think it was at. It might have been at the dome. Already opening for Kiss or dome. Black Sabbath. I don't remember, but we were like so far away. But they had pyro and they had the big pantera. Yeah. Across it. it was so hot. I could yeah. see it reminded me of when Kane would come yeah, out. Yeah. And I was like, man, but I didn't know any of the songs. And uh, I was just like, like whatever. Yeah. And this is before Dime got shot, all yeah. that shit. Like I was like, I saw them, but I don't really. Yeah, that's definitely 90s because yeah. pantera ended like in 2000. So. Yeah, pretty rough. Ted Nugent, free tickets. 
with my dad. Well, my you saw him with uh, Derek St. Holmes, right? I believe so. My dad. That's has, awesome. My dad told me the story that he saw them at some festival, Rosedale Park, some shit here in Santa. He said, like, I was way in the back. I was, he says, I was stoned, all that. It was back in the 70s mm-hmm. and shit. And he was like, yeah, it was whatever. So me and my dad saw him. I, I pushed us up to the front. We were pretty close, whatever. So we got to see him and, you know, stranglehold yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, you know, catch scratch. Yeah. So we heard him. That was cool. Whatever we balanced, you know what I mean? Like, Everyone's got their feelings about, you know, Ted and hey, me you too. Know what? But, uh, with Derek St. Holmes, I would always say those two first albums that he did are kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention this one real quick. Uh, I saw Hailstorm together with In oh, This nice. Moment. Nice. My girl, love in, she loves and In This Moment, and I liked Hailstorm a lot. I bought the tickets for her for In This Moment. They were the opener, and then it was Hellstrom. And before that was a band called New Year's Day, which the lead singer is gorgeous. She does her hair like <laughs> half black, half red. Anyway, In This Moment blew me away with their performance. Like It's like a production, man. Their show, uh, Maria, she does a great, the lead singer, she's fucking amazing, man. And it was a badass show. After that, I fell so in love with their music, man, In This Moment. I like them more now than Hellstorm. I was like, I told her we will definitely go again to see in this moment, even wherever they're at on the card, just for them. Uh, Hellstorm was also uh, very great. Lizzie Hale is wonderful. Um, they were good, but damn, in this moment, it's got a lot more better songs. A really heavy, really badass band. Both, uh, well, actually, it was cool. All three uh, bands and lead singers are women, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it, except for uh, I got to see Coheed and Cambria open for Iron Maiden, which was like a random. They didn't play the hits, which kind of broke my heart, but my sister loves them. And I didn't get to hear those songs. So I think they were trying to be heavier because it was a Maiden concert. Uh, and then an old former favorite band, uh, Everclear. I oh, saw that's them, right. With, I saw them yeah. at the Oyster Bay. I saw them with you. I was yeah, with you. Were you with me? Yes. Yeah. And yes. they played uh, 8, 6, yes. 7, 5. Yeah. That they was like the all encore. those chicks on the stage, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Friday Night Imitation Adam. Was yeah, he was us. there, but that's where we heard Alter Bridge too. Yes, Alter yeah. Bridge, the Edge song, the Edge song. Edge's theme song. Y'all yeah. know we love wrestling, so uh, it was pretty damn cool to see all that. Um, but yeah, that's who I can remember that I wrote down on the list. But I did like write down Anvil, who I obviously uh, saw with you. I, I forgot too. I see Molly Crew twice. Uh, I don't think they're great at all. Wow. Yeah, Tommy uh, Lee and yeah, the whole the original band. Yeah, shit, uh, double A. That's great. They opened up for Aerosmith, which I saw, and then they fuck were, Aerosmith. And then they were my head- dad has their tickets yeah. too. And then they were headliners with Poison and New York Dolls opening. Oh, so wow, Poison was great. Um, Heart and Def Leppard, I saw both of them. Heart definitely <laughs> blew away Def Leppard that night by far. Uh, Roger Waters, I got to see Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. Uh, that show was fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. That's that little list just killed my list. <laughs> no, like, great no, fucking list, no. man. <laughs> you know, hey guys, there's no wrong answers. It's who you like and who you love. And if you get to see someone, you know what I mean? This is why we say, hey, we saw people that we didn't know. Yeah, we were my, gonna like more. Like, uh real quick, my wife, she's seen like Prince said Prince was the greatest country she's ever been to. She got invited Prince, to go guys. see Jennifer Lopez. She said she actually put on a pretty good show. She got invited to go see Cher. She said Cher puts on a really good show. Uh, she did that mixtape with the new kids on the block, Tiffany, Salt and Peppa. Yeah. She said that was great. They were like, they will play the hits and then somebody else would come play their hit and then somebody else would come. So it was like a mixtape. So she yeah. got to hear all the like those 
those bands like one after one after another. So that's outstanding. Yeah, your yeah. sister in law is like a big Backstreet fan. She's yeah, seen them she's a lot seen in Backstreet Vegas. Boys everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, yeah. you know they you can't take away from what they were in their yeah. heyday. You know, what I mean, it was what. It no, was. she loves them and she's met them at Comic Cons mm -hmm. and. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Britney, I'm cool. I've seen videos of like what Britney's concerts look like, and they look amazing. And then amazing. Uh, this one might surprise you, but she said uh, my wife uh, saw Stone Temple Pilots every time they came. Holy She's shit! She's a huge really? fan and saw them every time they came. Well, now there's someone that yeah. also we can't no, see anymore. No. You know what I so, mean? So, yeah. Yeah. On that list, yeah. guys. If you saw Lincoln Park, if you saw Soundgarden, if you saw yeah. any of the grunge you know, bands, them, if you saw them when they were them, not no more. And yeah. those that's that's like the era that we grew My band's up gone. With. This yeah. band is gone. Yeah, I still got these guys. Yeah, well, guys. well, one form of them. <laughs> well, know. actually, they say even when they die, they're still going to be Kiss around. So <laughs> <laughs> he's already got it planned. Yeah, out. he's already got planned for other people to dress up in the makeup you know what i'm gonna get a guy to paint a birthmark on himself <laughs> just another fight night we'll be along after we're we're done we'll there still be here uh you know what i have a few uh short questions i want to okay, get cool. through guys so i'm gonna wrap up this 30 minute block we'll read through some comments we'll come back i'm ready to the last 30 minutes all with you guys and then we'll call it a night guys we fucking so much appreciate you guys hanging out talking music uh man music just a different thing man it just makes us all fucking just get um pumped and hyped and here you are listening to us talk and you want to listen to music so we're going to wrap it up probably within 15 minutes yeah. the next yeah. block will be short and then we'll get to it guys so if you're listening to us on audio you'll hear the blip a la thanos and then we'll be right back uh guys sorry we had a big huge break because we just kept talking but uh again if you want to see everything that you missed please check us out on youtube uh go search just another friday night hit subscribe Watch this and hear this full episode because it's so great on music. We're getting so many great questions, uh, and we're talking about um, our music and concert uh, live experiences, uh, but we're getting so many great questions from the Friday Nighters and the Friday Night Faithful, uh, like Richard, who just asked us. Um, uh, Double-A, read it for me again. I'm sorry. If you're in charge of who goes into the Rock Hall of Fame, what are you looking for in a band? What qualifications must they have? And Double-A just delivered a hell of an answer. Yeah, I mean, Motorhead, they're not strong sellers album-wise, but the logo, mm -hmm. uh, the way they play, mm -hmm. they're an influence. Just about everyone says, from Metallica says Motorhead's an influence. To yeah, you. I, I think that it's maybe sometimes difficult to quantify that aspect, like the the influence aspect yeah. you know what i mean like you might look at album sales but that doesn't reflect that everybody after them did what oh, they did yeah you know th this is what you know and guys i don't want to go on a tangent here but it's a podcast and tangents are part of podcast <laughs> it's like you know we talked about this with sports uh recently as our own group of friends uh you know and we just said the same thing we said well how do you measure a guy's contributions that you know that are with heart passion fire to the team you know you know rodman did have the rebounds but almost a guy like him a guy that fires you up and he makes his other teammates it's a big better. difference you yeah. can't yeah. really measure it so it might not look like it and the reason why this came up is because anyone i hope you guys maybe don't know or don't know but i'm a patriots fan julian edelman announced a retirement Everyone says he's not Hall of Fame material. His numbers don't match. The numbers are not there. And I'm like, right. But what about his contributions to the team in the years that they won? And ultimately, to me, and we've had this talk before you and I, I'm like, 
I know all the things we're saying, but it, about individual sets, but it's a team sport. You play a team sport. If you said all those things and it was golf or tennis, single tennis, I would be like, I can't argue with you because it's a single sport. But we're talking about team sports here. We're usually talking about two. boxing. If you said any of those things in boxing, I would say you're yeah, 100% no. right yeah. because it's just you. <laughs> yeah. But in a team sport, it's like, you know, people will say, oh, he would have been better as a receiver if he had a better quarterback. Well, exactly. You need the other guy. You, you're you only as good as the other guy. Montana and Rice are a great tandem because they're each other. You know what I mean? But it's like Brady had to make other guys better in yeah. a sense. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I can't even think of a receiver that was a great receiver without an even kind of okay quarterback. Uh, Megatron with Stafford. Whoever. Which, yeah. which even then, Stafford's not a scrub. I uh, mean. Stafford sucks. <laughs> I'll take him in New England right now. <laughs> oh shit! But okay. you know that's kind of like my point. You know what I mean? So you know, yeah, because there's a difference between Kiss, which is very influential, that sure over a hundred million at Motorhead, who hears people like Metallica, like Venom, like Slayer, like Megadeth, like Slipknot, like Mudvayne, say that Motorhead's a huge influence. Now, who on that list you named is in the Hall of Fame? Metallica, and that's it. Yeah. Because of what album sales? See, that's the thing though. It's like they put more, there's more punk bands. There's a lot yeah. of punk bands that are in there, and you can't say album sales because punk bands don't sell. No. And people uh, don't get that you're the sum, you're like, the look, sum of what came before. The remotes legendary, they deserve to be in the hall of fame, but they've only sold maybe three million albums, four million albums total, you know, but hugely influential. But someone like the right. Sex Pistols should not be there. Uh, you know, the clash is in there. You know, Nirvana well, so got this, in there quick. This is what I mean, Double A. <clears throat> you say should not be there, but based on what? Obviously, one album. I know on, those one bands. Album? Well, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. But an influential album, perhaps? It's an influential album, but I would say the Ramones are just more, you know, influential. No, no. Look, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. They should be, but I don't think they should have got in right away like they did. Okay. It took Queen, like, until 2000 to get into the Hall of Fame. Right, Kiss is still not in there. If you hear, if you talk to <laughs> yeah. anyone, which is a tragedy. Kiss is like a huge influence on just about you know, anyone. Performance <clears throat> alone, wise, presentation wise, you know, here's something. Double A, maybe is a question. And Friday nighters that are left with us here, help me out. Is is the caveman that starts the first fire as important as the caveman that starts the biggest fire, or ten? fires who's more important yeah they're in my opinion they're both important they're both, yeah because the one the guy, guy showed started you how to start it off right yeah. but the other guy's like this is the biggest fire you can ever. take it up to another right or, now, or i did 10 of them that look like i said six pistols should be in the hall of fame they're very influential mm -hmm. but i don't think they should have been in before even the more influential bands that were in there yeah okay yeah. i think we can't help it but and i don't know how like they, look boston's not even in there yeah, Iron Man is not in there. Motorhead's not in there. Yeah, there's so many bands. Foreigners not in there. Journey's not in there. What did you say? Wild. What did you say? Journey should yeah, have been in there. I would a long definitely time ago? say that. And here's the thing, guys. Maybe what needs to be better and more closely examined is like how is this process vetted? Like how how it's it, a stupid process. Who is off. it? Who determines and based on what? Like put it this way: Bruce Springsteen is in there, 
and then the E Street E Street Band is in there mm. by themselves. Yeah, that's the not... E Street Band is in there by themselves. Not how the good. fuck is that possible? That. But you know what? You're double... saying that that's how good they are. That Bruce deserves one, and the E Street right. Band deserves one. Right. Like, come on. And you know what, Double A? It's kind of like this too. It'd kind of be like saying, like, all right, today we're gonna do the uh, the the Art Hall of Fame. <laughs> We got Leonardo da Vinci up, and we got Picasso up. Yeah. Who's going to go? It's like you don't do that with Put art this way. because it's, you can't it's almost if you do. Art. It's almost if you do that, right? Like mm -hmm. say da Vinci, and then you put Bob Ross, and right. you're like, "What the fuck? Why is Bob Ross going in there first before uh, Picasso or right. or Michelangelo?" Right. You know, you're like, "What the fuck? Like it's cool. Bob Ross is awesome. You, you know, he draws great mountains. But come on now, yeah, uh, yeah." It, but someone else might say, "Yeah, but what does da Vinci have except the Mona Lisa?" And the sister, you know, oh, yeah. oh no, wait, that's Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah. But, but exactly, still, you know, you, a lot of people would be like, "Wow, Bob Ross is in the Art Hall of Fame." Yeah, first ballot. Yeah, you know, first yeah. hall, first ballot. You know what everything. it is? Yeah. You know what it is? It's us as human beings trying to quantify something that can't be quantified <laughs> because art is objective, and and music is art, and film is art, and comic books are art, and all these things that are creative that are created. You know, if if Double A makes a bracelet for his daughter or with his hands, it's art. It's his own art. It might be the most beautiful thing ever to her or to me. You know what I mean? But someone else might be like, it's just twine, it twine together. It's, it's almost like you know, Alice Cooper's called the shock rock. Mm -hmm. But then Kiss took it up even more, right? And then Manson took it up another even level, more. right? So, yeah. Yeah, if you add in cross dressing and wearing a thong on stage, I mean, like, okay, like, you know. Well, even the cross dress, I mean, New sure. York Dolls did it. Yeah. Uh, Alice Cooper, the, a little bit, maybe too. Uh, no, Iggy no, Pop. No, no, but like a lot of the 80s bands, you know, they're they're the ones who put on like the heavy the makeup, heavy makeup and right. all that yeah. shit, you know, yeah. the, the glam metal the glam, band, right. you know, right. uh, Bowie. I mean, you can say, yeah, yeah know, definitely. Yeah. a big influence on a lot of genres, not just rock, a lot of genres, Madonna. Lady Gaga said David Bowie was a huge influence. Oh, right? I mean, yeah, you can practically see it exactly. in a lot of these artists. So, you know what I mean? So, but I mean, Bowie didn't sell like a whole lot in the United States, right? You know, right? Well, her for a long time, Gaga. I would when when she first came out, and I mean, maybe even to this day, I felt like I was like, "Wow, you're like almost like a straight rip off of Madonna." Like I was like, "You're doing the same." Even some of the songs sounded similar to me, or whatever. I was like, "How are you any different whatsoever?" Like I'm not even. Like it's almost like real plain, I mean, you know. Like the qualifications, I can you can almost say at first the first battle should be like Elvis, Chuck Berry, Little Richard, mm -hmm. uh, Buddy Holly, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis. Kind of like you know? an like an undisputed kind of like influencer. That first, it, but the first ones, just like you right. said, the guys who started the fire first, those were the guys that started that fire, you know. And then you mm -hmm. put in like uh, you know your Jimi Hendrix, your Beatles, your Cream, you know, all those sixties bands. And then you, you jump into like the 70s, so like Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, you know, Aerosmith, Kiss, you know, all those bands, you know, you just make your way up there, you know, just don't jump, you know, here from there. Does Nirvana really need to be in there before a lot of other influential bands? Like I said, like Journey. Yeah. They're in there before Journey. So I, I don't want to, I want to make sure that we do justice to Fred Nighter Rich. And, and did we really answer his question? It said, he says, if you were in charge, double A, you were in charge. Like who said, goes at Rock Off? What are you looking for in like that said, band? The influence, what, man. The, the influence. influence. Okay. You know, in, in either. And in it's. Terms I, of think music, that's, I think that's. I think that's a tough thing to measure, though. How do you? Uh, how does one measure influence? Like Elvis took yeah, on, right? took it all. 
He's a king. When you look at that man, the way he yeah, dresses. But, but how often is he criticized now by he's saying that he, he stole from gospel music? He stole it, from black music. And it's music, funny that you say that because blues. how come it's not right that when the hip hoppers were doing it in the 90s, how come sampling was okay? Yeah. Sure. When they didn't get permission. No, yeah, sure. You, you read I, a lot. I agree with you. you. Know, I but agree with you. If you look it's at, the nature of music. But if you look at Elvis, though, if you look at those performances, the way he shook the crowds, the way he was so controversial. Right. Uh, people were just dying. Women were fainting sure. at him. You know, you look at those performances. That's all Elvis. That's not oh, nobody. Yeah. He oh, didn't steal that no. look from no one. Totally. And, you know? and here's what I say. If seeing him makes me say, man, I've listened to every Elvis yeah. album now because of Elvis. I want to hear more music like it. And then somebody says, hey, listen to all these gospel albums or all these uh you know um uh blues artists and it makes me get into them too because i'm like oh yeah. wow this is who inspired yeah. him yeah great it, it's exactly what you said it's an influencer it inspired me it made me go check and, that out and then you got someone like chuck berry that man that the way he plays wow. guitar yeah blew everyone else away what about your guy little richard Love man. little Richard, man. That Double high a. pitch scream, yeah. That long toss, Sally, man. Ooh. His version, that Ooh. is heavy. Yes, it is heavy, hard fucking see, vocals. He, you can say he's an influence for that kind of high pitched singers, right? You know, where Chuck Berry's guitar, Elvis is that show that you want to see. Mm -hmm. Little Richard's that high pitched screamer, you know, that you can say influence a whole lot of people. You know, yeah. it's like. Those are your three godfathers right there that no, totally. should be in there automatically. Uh, like I said, then you can start off with like Beatles, uh, you know, um, Rolling Stones, Cream, Jimi Hendrix. You know, the Beatles, what they did writing wise, uh, playing wise, harmony, right. you know, Black Sabbath, obviously creating heavy metal. Uh, Rolling Stones, just, you know, the imagery that they did, you know, very influential. Oh, yeah. The hits in almost like every decade. They yeah, I was going to say, I mean, there's yeah. not you. There's so many Rolling Stone songs everybody knows. The Jimi Hendrix band, because the way the man just bent that guitar, he changed the way guitar playing was played. You know, Cream. I was like the first super group. You know, like wow, whatever you get the best of the best, the cream of the crop. You know, yeah. and this is what happens. You know, super yeah. groups. No, yeah, exactly. You know, super no, groups totally. have been existing since then. You know, so. Great, great stuff. Double A. Let's get into this next question because I don't want to miss anything from the Friday Night Faithful here. But Rich says, "Do you think rock music can make a comeback, especially in the world we live in, where everyone just gets really easily has to offended?" Be diversity, man. There's just no diversity in rock. Uh, I, I think, uh, if you don't no, mind, no, no, go you know, ahead, go I ahead. think it definitely can come back, Rich. Because yeah. I want to give a quick answer. I, I really want to hear what Double A has to say, but I think that yes, it can. But here's the thing: is that people have to understand that a I'm listening to music. B, this music is a reflection of maybe what the artist experienced. It, it's not meant to offend you, but maybe it is. If I'm a black artist and I was accosted and treated badly by police and I write a, about my experience and I sing a song about it, well, my purpose is for you to understand it and for you to be offended about how I was treated. My purpose is not for you to be offended by the fact that I'm singing a song that offends people. <laughs> like you have to understand, people have to begin to open themselves up to 
understanding that this art is meant to speak to you in a certain way. And see, there's only like certain men's like Slayer offended people, Marilyn Manson, that when they well, came sure. out with the Antichrist superstar. Sure. You know, sure. but it wasn't like everyone, like Nirvana and all of them weren't offended. You know, it was kind of like people, you know, at that age group were like, no, they're singing what yeah. I'm feeling, you know? Right. Although Rape Me from Nirvana got heat because they're like, oh, they're promoting rape. And I'm like, is, it, is, is all you looked at yeah. was the title? Yeah. Yes, they have a song called Rape Me, but it's not, listen to the song. But like, see, the thing though is that know? there's just not a lot, of, a lot of creativity. That's why I like Ghost. Right. Ghost is a really good band <laughs> with a great image, you know, and that's that's a hell of a group. You know, Five Finger Death Punch were doing great when they were around. Yeah. I don't know why they stopped. You know? I, I, I always loved the title of that one album of theirs, War is the Answer. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, that's a very bold-ass yeah. statement. You but know the, what I mean? Like so. I said, you just need more diversity. Like you see, you need like a Bon Jovi. You need a Motley Crue. You need a Kiss. You need an Alice Cooper. You need a Nirvana. You know, you, you just don't have that anymore. Kid that's Rock. That's sucks. Kid Rock, too. Shit, why not? You know, with the corn. Hey, you know that Jeff first Jones. album had a great title from him. That devil, devil without a cause. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like it's a quick and it play. Was. You know, it was like a ten million seller album. Yeah, you know, it has okay tracks. I think they're pretty, pretty it's solid. Like you yeah. said, you talk about like the early nineties. There were still Metallica. Then mm -hmm. you had a Guns N' Roses. Then you had like a Nirvana. You know, then you had a Van Halen, still from the old guard. Yeah. You know, you still had different looks. You yeah. know, you still had different appearances. I mean, I hate to say it, Double A, but what about a band that we both love, that we both have said we will see live together? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Do, do their later albums get any of the accolade of their early ones? No. no they're still solid. They're yeah. still really solid. They they but are. they don't, they're not getting, they just put an album out, didn't they? Yeah. It's probably great. I don't think I've heard it, but it's probably great because they're great. But it's not getting any of that because it's just like, you know what? They're just doing their thing. They're not shocking. They're not saying this. So we're not going to give them any any press. You know what I mean? They, people want the story. If you know you're saying like something said, fucked when, up in the or whatever, 90s you know? when they were shocking. Right, right. You know, that's when they were writing about them, but not anymore. Yeah, obviously. because the truth is now everyone's you know, parents are divorced. Everyone's fucking been well, broken up. Everyone like this been, song like Jeremy. That's just, oh, yeah. you know. Well, that like was, at that time it was shocking, but now sure. you see it every other week. I mean, sadly, yes. Sadly, school shootings are happening all yeah. the time. So it's almost like, well, that song really isn't a revolutionary, although it was because it came at the beginning of that. But now if you do a song like that, it's like, oh, it's just like, you know, uh, Flyleaf has a song about that. You know what I mean? Uh, Cassie mm -hmm. about the girl getting shot on the in the school shooting. It's like a perfect perspective. You know what I mean? You know, and not anything what jeremy was because that was like the first one to do it or whatever but now it's commonplace almost unfortunately this it sucks, it you sucks. Know what I mean? yeah okay let's get the next one rich says uh i seen rock and roll hall of fame do you agree with other genres being inducted i seen the nominees this year for being like jay-z i look who j mary j flies do you agree no if you're gonna call it a rock and roll hall of fame it should just be a rock and roll hall of fame i don't think it should be for pop or for rap or hip-hop if you do that, then just call it rap and hip hop, or just call the damn thing the Music Hall of Fame. Don't call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then put in Madonna. Um, I disagree. I I agree. I I agree and disagree to an extent. I agree with Double A that 
why would you put a genre on the Hall of Fame? Like, the especially when they call it the Rock and Roll yeah, Hall of be, Fame. Because plus, it's like, what would you call rock and roll? Like, do you call is punk rock and roll, or is punk it punk? Rock. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could say it's punk rock. Yeah, sure. But it's like, here's the problem is that you're trying to quantify, again, you're trying to qualify art. Like, it's not sports. It's not, it's not, it's not measurable in a sense that way. And even then within sports, I feel as though there are, there are untangible, immeasurable things. If a guy goes out there and leads the team in heart, you can't measure that. If, if the team is like, you know, like, like the coach, the coach, yeah, coach is going to the hall of fame or whatever, but I mean, it's like, it's almost solely based on what their records were and what, how they did the team, whatever. It's not like, you know, how they fired them up or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like, Oh, uh, pop's going to go in. Cause he won five. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, but another guy might've been a great coach that helped other players excel, but they, they didn't win. He's not going to go in. You know what I mean? That's what I think. So, um, I just think it should just be like double A said the music hall of fame, because yeah, the people yeah, are yeah, musical, just, you know, just call it that then. So yeah, totally. <clears throat> totally. Uh, Rich says a caveman who starts at first should be the influencer to the one who does the biggest fire. Yeah. Of course. Sure, sure. Uh, and and like to I go said, back real quick, Rich, I do want to say this. I, because it is called that and that that's what it's called, I still think that those people should go in because their musical influence is still very prevalent. Jay-Z, Mary J, LL, they're all fantastic. And if that's the only Hall of Fame for music that's available, then they should go in. Uh, so Richard goes, so I know probably all artists have done drugs and party hard, but why do you think it sticks with rock music? Like the saying goes, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Is there an image or the music they produce? Yeah, I mean, you can even go as far back as the doors. I mean, Jim Morrison sure. was that front man. You know, the he did drugs, he did drinks, <laughs> he did party hard, yeah, he did do the women, you know, and Van Halen's like another band, Motley Crue. If you guys have ever seen the Netflix movie The Dirt, the Dirt. you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, I haven't that's seen all it, it yet. I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, hip hop didn't come out, and I don't, I mean, they showed in their videos that they're they're all about that, but I mean, you hear rock stories, and you're just like, yeah, uh, Brett Michaels from Poison that like had a girlfriend in every city, you know, <laughs> uh. You know the the drugs that you know bands would do in the bus and the groupies that were around. It's just like that was it, man. It was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, you I know? would I would say that it, it's as prevalent in hip hop music. Um, I would say that um, I don't know. I think because again, it's kind of like rock. Where the fire started. That's where it was. That? Yeah. 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 It was the, you know, yeah. like even even hip hop stars said, like, they're rock stars. You know, it's just exactly. that image of rock star. No, you know? totally. Yeah. Like, man, you're the, you're the shit. You know, uh, you're again, the rock they, star. they created the mold or whatever. Yeah. What, what's the great thing? And uh, there's a great uh, album insert in one of the Elvis albums where it's like the first one to own a crib, the first one to have <laughs> yeah. bling. Yeah. Which was true, you know. Elvis had the rings. Oh, man. Elvis when you had see his Hawaiian, you know. Golly, the rings. He had Graceland or whatever, yeah. and it's like in many ways he set the standard. The entourage, right? The entourage. No, he Memphis set, Mafia. Yeah, he set the standard for what a not not even a rock star, but just a musical star was to be. So you're trying to get to that. How many how many times do we hear hip hoppers and and rappers? And again, just just an example, but be like, you know, we want to be like the Rat Pack. Because they knew yeah. that Dean and Frank 
and and Sammy ran the town. They ran the shit. They dressed sharp. They got what they wanted. They got in. They were they were cool. They were cool as fuck. They, you wanted to be like them. So that's where someone will always groundbreak and set the precedent. And then you're trying to be like that. It's like I said, you though, know? whatever for whatever reason, you know, rock stars. Like I said, Elvis just drove all the women crazy. Uh, Beatles drove everyone. I mean, you seen the videos of the Beatles, the the women, yeah, just dying. Oh yeah, them, you totally. Know? The fainting, the crying, or whatever. Yeah, it's just but I've seen the same thing. That, with, no, no, no. Yeah. But you know, in the beginning, you know, it's oh, just right. that rock star yeah, Beatlemania. Image, you know, is that yeah. that controversy, that dangerous. You know, being yeah. super dangerous. Like I said with Jim Morrison. You know, uh, you want to see my cock? You know, and, yeah, yeah. You know, but man, the way he just was on stage, you know, just. You know, oozing so much sex appeal. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a rock star. You know, yeah. Uh, Freddie Mercury had it too, man. Just oh, totally rock star, just totally. oozing the rock star. The way he worked know? the crowd, you're literally <clears throat> working the crowd like that. I mean, you know, for me, some of my first images because you know I'm a kid of the '80s was like was Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like we talked about it earlier, he was like, see, the like biggest it's funny thing though, ever, like some know? of those guys had like these really squeaky clean images where like right. someone like Ozzy. You know, right. was just like out there, just telling you that he was fucking doing drugs, yeah, and pissing on the Alamo, yeah, and, you know, doing all that shit like a rock star. You know, where Michael Jackson kind of had to be clean, sure. George Michael still had to be clean. Sure. You know, he, he couldn't come out. Yeah, he couldn't you know, be himself. Prince yeah. was kind of like a little dangerous. You mm -hmm. can say he was kind of like a little rock star. I think he walked know? the line. He, de yeah. he definitely. He but definitely there's other people. You're just that. like, man. They had to keep that image clean. Like right. Holly Notes had to keep their. Oh image yeah, clean, you know? right. It wasn't like like I said like. David Lee Roth is coming out. You know, there's a great interview where he's like, you know, yeah, I've been doing better in my dating life. I've had the same girlfriend for about a week now. You know, <laughs> so, I love that man. But you can tell, man, David Lee Roth when you see those '80s interviews, man, he just like he exudes, he oozes out that rock star image that everyone wants to be. You know, no, totally. Don't give a fuck about having one girlfriend. Just fucking everyone you know not caring about drinking you know not caring about you know the drugs or anything just out there doing whatever you want man that's what they exude that's what they were the yeah. rock star image yeah. you know and, and totally and you know one of the things i remember like kind of what i was saying is like when i would see those michael jackson videos and like girls crying and fainting just seeing them just touching and i was like i don't get it like i think he's great like i loved him as a kid and i was like but i don't think that i would act like that it wasn't until i got older and i encountered some people that I didn't even think I was going to react that way to not saying that I was crying, but I was like stammering my guys younger than me. You know, like I've told you, I met Finn Balor, you know, from wrestling. Yeah. And I was like, man, I didn't really know what to say to the guy. And here I thought that I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> this guy's going to think I'm so cool. We're going to become best friends. And I was like, I don't have anything to say. Like I am not like on your level or whatever. And so I'm like, here's a guy that created so much already at this point. He was just like an NXT very at that yeah. time. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's just like, I was like, Oh, I kind of get it now how these people react because they're seeing this person that their music probably moved them in some way, made them feel a certain way at a certain point in their life that when they see them, they're just like, they do elevate them to like, and it's, and they maybe maybe they shouldn't, but they elevate them to like almost a godlike status. Exactly, you know I mean? and that goes back to that rock star image, right? You know, right, totally. That everyone totally. still wants to have, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Let me see here. What's the last thing we got? Uh, Rich says, "Do you agree with bands continuing to perform with new band members? Does it change how you feel about the band?" Yeah, Great I mean, question. we can say that about Guns N' Roses before when you know Slash and Duff left. You know, mm -hmm. that wasn't the same Guns N' Roses. No. 
uh, Quiet Riot is not even like Quiet Riot anymore. It's like, you know, because the drummer's dead and the singer's dead. You know, mm. come on, feel the noise. You know, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're yeah. all different. Queen's is like a completely different band. And I don't want to see, <laughs> you know, Leonard Skinner. I mean, most of those guys are all dead. Yeah. You know, it's like a whole wow, new band. Yeah, yeah they've been that, touring yeah. like as Leonard Skinner for like 10, 15 years, but that's not Leonard Skinner that you listen to on, yeah. the, on the on the radio. I know, you know the one that comes up often for me and my dad is like, you know, my dad loves Journey. He always brings up and he's like, yeah, but I want to see Stephen Perry. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I said, I know. I said, hey, that, that you guys are really good. I mean, they say he sounds pretty close. But, he, but my dad is like, no, because it's like, it's nothing against him. My dad's just like, that's not the band that I listen it's like to. Kind of like with Judas Priest when they had Ripper, right? Great vocalist, right? They still had the band. The band was still the original new vocalist, but man, they went down from playing stadiums to playing clubs, yeah, just like that. And then when they got Rob Hoffer back, they went back to playing stadiums again, right? You know, right. it's just there's that one thing that. You what know, about uh, Michael Graves and the Misfits? I mean, like, for, well. I mean, they were never popular like, to begin with. And big. Even yeah. with Danzig. I mean, it's gotten bigger. Like, the imagery is big. Yeah. The symbol is big. Right. But them themselves are, you know, but, I mean, obviously it's different. <laughs> You're seeing Danzig, then they're selling out Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Uh, but when Michael came in, Misfits had been dead for, like, 12, 13 years. They were just dead completely. So. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I think about it, like, how we talk about wrestling or whatever, you know, like, with, like, the Bullet Club. It's like, the Bullet Club remains, but there's different but members. But there's different members, and you're just yeah. like, man, well, not, this, one, not this one's good. not as good. You not know? as good. Yeah. Man, really, really great stuff. Um, yeah, it was fun. But, it was fun kind of reliving. Oh my gosh, man! Again. What a blast, man! Just <laughs> talking about it with you, Dylan. You reminded me of stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Forgot. Uh, and Friday Night Faithful, <laughs> guys. Those of you that are still here with us, uh, we really appreciate it, Richard. Especially the great, great questions. But everybody tonight, Steve, Gabe, everyone, John, Roxy, that, that came in with comments. Gosh, great stuff. Great memories, man. Some of those. You guys were there with us, and some memories we want to make new memories with. We want to go to a, a country concert with you. We want to go there. We'll be there with you. We'll drink a beer. We'll tell you what we think about it. But uh, man, Double A, this one's been a real, real pleasure. Man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, really, really yeah. good. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of you here? You know what? It was just after talking about this, man. You just realized how much you missed uh, the concerts, uh, the camaraderie that you went with with people. Like how you say you started loving going with Jess and Amy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's awesome. Uh, me and my brother is going to Austin and going to Dallas. You know, Just hearing about you guys yeah. makes me want to go to a show with y'all. Yeah, so, you know? I mean, Again. Just, uh, we just got to be careful still with this COVID shit. You know, just get your vaccines. Just make it make the other people feel better. Even if you don't believe in a shot, make other people just feel comfortable. Yeah, what's it going to hurt, you know? right? And it doesn't hurt, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we didn't feel any effects. So, mm-hmm. uh, man, just, just take it so we can get these live concerts back. Get her done, guys. Get her done. There's so many of these albums that are coming like 20 years, like Stains coming out like a 20 year, and Slipknot's doing some anniversaries, and Mudvayne just got back together. And We'd hate to miss a show because we Rage Against all... the Machine, they're kind of teasing every once yeah. in a while coming. I, that's a band I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see Rage Against the Machine. I can tell you, I'm more down to go now because I've missed it for so long. Yeah. So uh, for me, one last thing, guys, I want to say uh, I mentioned it before. If you guys got a chance to read my read my review, uh, King's Indian from Robert Kubis. Great, great album. Really unique, really special, really fun um, and different. So if you get a chance, go check it out on Spotify. Uh, but before we get out of here, guys, unless there's anything else, nope, double nope, A, no, no. we always like to say two things. We want to remind you guys, guys, 
if there's something that you want to do, you want to make an album, you want to make a, a, a music video, uh, you got to go do it. You got to go do it now. Seize the day. No time like the present. Go get it done, guys. We're waiting to hear you. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to take effort. It's going to take time. It's going to take you putting your hard work and your effort and your soul into it. So you have to do whatever it takes, guys. We take that from Captain America. And we take that from one of our favorite films, Dead Poet Society. Um, seize the day and do whatever it takes. Guys, for us here at Just Another Friday Night, my name is...